Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to Lorecast Eternals. Welcome back. It's felt like it's been forever. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's felt like it's been a solid month, but it hasn't. We just haven't been to do research in a month. Our last episode was bullshit, literally. And we yeah. had a month to do this, and we still waited to the exact last day to do research. I mean, to be so, fair, we've covered a lot of this, just never in this detail. Solidarity. Yeah. 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 And even this is going to be vague, because there's a lot I mean, it's not going to be super vague, but... Compared to how much information there was, I think it's going to be some vague stuff. Yeah, so um, today we'll be covering the Realm Gate Wars. Uh, I feel like understanding the Realm Gate Wars because... uh, That's that's kind of the setup for the entire Age of Chaos. Uh, Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar. Just the premise of the game. Yeah, it's it's, it's, Sigmar. Yes, it's the closing. So, um, just to give everybody a little bit of backstory... Uh, there's three distinct ages in uh, the Age of Sigmar. There's the Age of Myth, the Age of Chaos, and the Age of Sigmar proper. I feel like we've covered this a whole lot, but continue. Yeah, but this is just a refresher. You know, it's been a few episodes since we've sure, covered that. go ahead. Um, but the Age, of, the Age of Sigmar starts with the Realm Gate Wars, so we figured this would be a good place to start off for yeah. the... Or this would be a good launching point for the rest of uh, what we're going to be covering in the near future. This is... This is... If not the most important, one of the most important um, scenarios to happen in the entirety of AOS lore. Because this launches us directly to where we are now, and a bunch of really, really, really important shit happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is literally the premise of the entire game. Like, yeah. When the f- game first came out, Realm Gate Wars was the launching point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it had to deal with like them fighting corn, but it's... What it really is... It's a lot a, of it was fighting corn, it, but yeah. yeah. It's not one war, it's, as it states, it's Realm Gate Wars. It's, it's a, a lot. It, there's a series of wars, and it's actually it actually came out as a book series, mm-hmm. and um, so there's, like, I think over 11 books that are part of the Realm Gate War there's series. a lot. <clears throat> Weak. Looks directly at the Horus Heresy with 50 plus books. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. AOS is like five years old at this point, or six years old. 40k is like 30. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't think the Horus Heresy is that old. Yeah, but Black, Black Lab. No, no, I guess they started publication in like 08. So, They've been yeah. able to expand on that lore, and this is specifically only in the, the Rungay Gay Wars. Yeah. yeah. The and Horus also, Heresy has to do with a lot of pre-heresy stuff. And also AOS That's has right. AOS has like one really really good writer where Black Library at least Black Library or at least like the Horse Harris has like four really really good writers yeah. oh my god oh. Yeah. so they, they just have more resources welcome to the general. age of Reynolds yeah really basically <laughs> um, anyway moving along though uh, let's go ahead and jump right into this yeah. and get our shindig started one more thing we also we're also we're, we're trying a different format of um knowledge giving in this episode so we're not really gonna have like set up pieces that we specifically talk about we more just have like one gigantic sheet that we've all contributed to and it's going to be more of a fluid conversation than rather just like Mitchell talk about this and Phil's going to talk about this and Jacob's going to talk about this it'll um, be a little different so just so y'all know if anything we should start off with this one bit of information look to your left as we look at my computer screen um the combatants of the Realm uh, Gate Wars. Excuse you. My left is your door. I wasn't talking to you, Philip. Wow. Use <laughs> a dick. So, the so the um the combatants. Yeah. So it's basically the Grand Alliance of Order versus the Grand Alliance of Plot Armor. I mean chaos. <laughs> yeah. So like Stormcast, Sylvanath, Fire Slayers, and Space Lizards. Which is really funny. It's only those four, given how colossal the war was. Yeah, because I the think high those are the ones up. that actually cared. Yeah, um, everyone else like like Tyrion, Teclis, Marathi, the, the Malarian—they were all fucked off. Gorkamorka yeah. was off doing Gorkamorka things. Yeah. Nagash was busy 
dying uh, and coming I, back to life. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Nagash was in the middle of some internal strife. Um, when the Realmgate War started, he was dead. Yeah. he. Uh, but Nagash never stays. And dead. then yeah. on the opposite side of the ring, we got the ever-chosen Blades of Corn, Magakin and Nurgle, Disciples of Zinch, Hita Knights of Slanesh, Skaventide, and Beast of Chaos. Um, literally and, every Chaos faction, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. literally the Grand Order of Chaos. Yeah, um... The only thing missing out of the Grand Order of... Or the Grand Alliance... Grand Alliance of Order. I said the Grand Order of Chaos. The Grand Alliance of Chaos is what I meant. And then the only thing missing from the Grand Alliance of Order at this is time... Would have been the Elves, um, Nagash, and Gorkamorka. Because at this specific time, I believe the Orcs and Nagash were still aligned with Order. No, I think. Um, no. So no, the orcs, no Nagash, because Nagash fucked off the, from the um, the pantheon of order and the edge of chaos because there's a whole thing where like where um, Sigmar was actually holding the all points and then Nagash fucked off and that's why he lo- that's why he lost the all points. That's right, that's right. And yeah, Gorkamorka yeah, yeah. left because Zinch was like, "Hey, what, hey, you a bitch for following Sigmar?" Gorkamorka was like, "You're right, I am a bitch for following Sigmar. I'm going to not be a bitch now." And he fucked off and went to went to. That's Gura. right. Also, I, I can never remember during the start of the yeah. Rumgate Wars. The um, actually the Alliance of Destruction actually tried to. Pre- themselves by fighting the Sigmarines. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's Stormcast over here drowning the orcs. More water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, losses and survivors. Um, no, losses are just heavy, and that's about it. <laughs> Basically, everyone who everyone who wasn't a demon or a Stormcast perma died. And actually, there were a fair number of Stormcasts that ended up with perma death too. When you get eaten by Drogu, there's not. Much uh, no, not even. Like there was a couple, um, a couple of the battles that they fought in, where, uh, like they would they would end up falling into like pits and like falling into the void and shit like that. And literally, Sigmar was like, eat. "I can't find their souls again. Yeah. Like I just can't find them." And so they were, they're just gone. gone. Like they're not dead. They're just lost in the void, which is arguably worse. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Um, so, as a quick rundown of what was happening during the entirety of the Rome Gate Wars, this is a very, very short paraphrase. Um, and I stole this from the Lexicanum. Um, during the, these wars, the forces of order under Sigmar sought to reconquer the Realm Gates, gain allies to rebuild the pantheon of the Age of Myth, and free the mortal realms from the tyranny of chaos. Chaos sought to hold onto the conquered lands and invade Azir, Nagash's forces sought to reconquer um, the territories of Shaish during the lost during the um, Second Wars of the Dead, and Gorkamorka followers sought to prove themselves against Stormcast Eternals. Yeah, basically the Orcs wanted to prove they that they weren't bitches, and the Stormcast were just sitting there like, "Bro, could you please fuck off for like?" Stormcast like, "This is not the fucking time." <laughs> You get you. You will have your. Turn. You'll get your turn. Goddamn it! It's called three Get get over it. I can just see it's like Dominion. I can just see Gorkamork coming in, smash shit. Sigmar's just like, bruh. Why? I'm trying my best here. Why, why would why you do? Don't. Why would you do this to me? Um. So yeah. Um. How do we want to go from here? Would we like to go from the actual legitimate start? Yeah, that would be the the uh, Battle of Brimstone Peninsula, I believe. Yes. So yeah, um, it, if I remember correctly, it was it was the um, it was the first it was the first fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the first fight because basically, um, Sigmar just yote his kids out of the sky, and they crashed on the ground a blazing sh- uh, blazing storm of lightning, and the Sigmarines were like, "Sup, bitches! I am here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum." Yeah. No, I um, 
at the whenever we first started this podcast, we were talking about the age of Sigmar uh, in our first episode. I, I read that quote from the uh, the core rulebook about for the like, and for the first time, the Gortide knew fear. That's basically what happened. Because yeah. basically, so because the premise of the Battle of Brimstone was um uh, the the main man himself. Vandis Hammerhand, who is literal like Scarbrand, literally fucking everywhere during the year of the Realm Gate Wars. <laughs> oh my god! Like the first half of the Realm Gate Wars is just and Vandis Hammerhand Basically, was here, and it's like yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. So Vandis crashes down. Um, I believe it's 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 at it's at the Realm Gate into Azir because the the, yes. go, the goal of the, Brim, the, the the Battle of Brimstone Peninsula was to destroy the Gateway of Wrath, which was the Realm Gate that I believe connected the eight points to Azir. No, not no, 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 it directed no. con- it connected to, to, directly into Korn's realm. Yeah, so they yeah. wanted to blow the fuck up so they can actually like go do Stormcast yeah. thing. So Vandis because it, it was basically well, right outside the realm gate to his ear. Yeah, because that was the dangerous thing was like if yeah. they lost, the, he had to open the gate, and if they had lost, it, it came in. Yeah. But um, Vandis came down with the uh, hammer, no, hammers, hammers of Sigmar, of Sigmar yep. and uh, he got he got his one v one with Corgus Cole again, and Corgus Cole was the leader of the Gortide, and the Gortide was the Fucking gigantic warband of chaos warriors and demons that basically murder fucked actually, two of the eight realms by themselves. So most of his most of his warriors were actually mortals. Yep. They they granted there were like uh, bray herds and things like that that were part of it, but it was mostly mortals. It was mostly mortals. Yes. Yeah. The, the funny thing about that story though is that Vandis actually was kind of getting his cheeks clapped. Like, Corvus Cole was kind of kicking his teeth in, and Vandis Hammerhand was like, Sigmar, are you there? Can you help me out, fam? And Sigmar was like, I got you, fam! Yeet! And just, like, chunked a thunderbolt down and struck Corvus Cole down. Lightning bolt! And Vandis was like, oh, thank God I'm alive. And there's actually a bit of a blood theme between that, because before Vandis Hammerhand got picked up by Sigmar to become a Stormcast Eternal, he was the leader of a chieftain in Akshi, more like one of the biggest tribes in Akshi, and yeah. he was killed, personally, by Corvus Cole. Him and his whole his entire tribe. So he already had a fucking bone to pick with this motherfucker. Oh yeah, no, down. he comes back down and is like, "Bitch, you know me." And Cole is like, "Hey, wait a second, I killed this bitch before." <laughs> so and he's like, "And I'm gonna do it again." And then Sigmar took offense to that. So Corgus gets his cheeks clapped because he gets lightning bolted from the sky, um, and the battle culminates with um, Vandis basically sacking himself because you know they don't actually die. Yeah. Uh, sacking himself at the Gateway of Wrath. Um, which generated a gigantic bolt of lightning, which broke the gate. Yeah, and then it was actually, I think it was three bolts of lightning. But yeah, basically they blew it the fuck up. So the gate goes down, which means there's no longer like chaos there. So then, so then, um, uh, Sigmar could with impunity go. You get a storm house, and you get a storm house, and you get a storm house, and just dumped all of his kids out of the sky. Oh yeah. Um, one important thing to note is this was basically a a single unified attack across the majority of the eight realms. Like, he didn't just drop uh, the storm hosts in on just the Burning Peninsula. He did these precision strikes across the entirety of the mortal realms. Which is actually really funny, because when the Age of Chaos started, um, Archeon attacked all of the all gates at once, basically, which is almost the exact same thing that Sigmar did. Oh, yeah, no, Sigmar was straight up like, hmm, well, that worked well for him. I wonder if I can make that work for me. And, and after 500 years, you start to lack lax in your defense just a tad bit. Yeah, yeah. like, he, he, he was like, he's waiting, he was like, ah, yes, I caught them slipping. Yeet, have some golden demigods. Yeah, exactly. Um, but th- that that that's basically the battle of Brimstone Peninsula, and that was the first that was the first battle of the Rome Gate Wars, and that signaled the beginning of not only the Rome Gate Wars but also the Age of Sigmar themselves, because they're 
Brimstone Peninsula was the first time that Stormcast were ever seen. And it is the legit, the legit start yep. of the Age of Sigmar. And yep. that's when the Chaos was like, oh yeah, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that's before they, they learned about uh, the Redeemed. <laughs> um, or that's that's not what they call him. That's just his title, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I forget. I forget what their chamber's called, but yeah, they're, they're the same. It, well, no, it's not a distinct chamber. It's just what they them as a group, the title they are given. Yeah, but anyway, we'll we'll cover what we're talking about here in a second. Oh, anyway, oh. moving on though. And the next thing is, um, let's see, the Battle of Anvork is where um, they saw the hammer that was lost. Yep, uh, it was it, the Battle of Anvork is what led to the um, Helden Hammer Crusade, which is when Sigmar wanted to get his mallet back. Galmaraz. Yeah, because Galmaraz ended up in Shimon in the hands of Zinch. So basically, yeah. um, there are some storm hosts that were going to Shimon. I forget exactly what they were trying to do, but they weren't going there for the hammer because they didn't know it was there. Yeah, they were. They wanted. Um, oh shit! What was it? Oh, it's not written down. Uh, if I remember correctly, the whole reason they went to Androck was to try to take the Realm Gate there. I think. Yeah, something like it was completely it. coincidental that they were there, and then the um, the the. Zinch's oh. disciple who had who they had were possession. sent to um, to um connect to the Durden. Yes, that's right. They were you looking for the door. Trying to see if the door was alive. alive. Yeah, yeah. But they they got to the keep where the cult of Zinch, where the, where the Zinch's cult had the hammer, and like they had hellacious amounts of uh, of um sorcerers. Sorcerer? No, no, no. They they. Oh, sorry. Resistance. There was a lot oh, of resistance, yes. and they were like. There's no reason why there should be resistance here. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on? There must be something important going on here. So they pushed back really hard to get into this keep, mm-hmm. and the sources were like, oh, yeah, come here, and they did zinch shit, and they basically fucking murdered all of the Stormhosts that were there. Yeah. But, like, the leader of the Stormhosts, right as he was dying, he was like, hey, look, that's shiny. Oh, and then he died. He's oh, like, that, so that's actually the really funny thing is he didn't know what the significance of it was. He was like, "That's shiny, he like, pretty." I'm gonna yeah. ask Sigmar about it. Yeah. So the, Sigmar the was like, "This, the keeper of this, uh, this fortress, the the, the disciple of Zinch, I forget his name, uh, um, but basically Efrix. he was, huh? Efrix. Efrix. So Efrix was holding this keep, and he just sees the stormhose coming. Like the stormhose don't even know he's there. But he thinks they're there. Like, like, yeah, and so he's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" And so immediately throws like all of his forces at the stormhose, and the stormhose is basically like, "Do do 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 do." We're looking for some doors. Oh my god, sorcerers! Yeah, and just like again, they just start fighting, and they almost win. Just and then the, the last second, uh, Ifrix manages to like push him back. But like you were saying, they had this big spell that he shot that basically just murdered all the storm. Yeah, all no, he literally there. turned life into unlife and yeah. just killed everything living. And so the stormcast, like as they were dying, the chief, the or not the chief, the uh, the lord Celestin that was there with him was like, "Oh, look at that glowing light! I wonder what that is." Dead. And then he goes back to Sigmar and he's like, "Hey, Sigmar, so I saw this weird glowing light." And Sigmar, Sigmar was, was like, "Oh, it!" Um, just to give you a hint of how powerful this um, actual sorcerer was, um, he is also known as the Ninth Disciple of Zinch. The, oh, shit. The Ninth Disciple of Zinch? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, and Zinch he was, is, uh, Zinch's favorite number is nine. So even though the Ninth Disciple sounds low on the list, it is in fact one of his most favored. He's up, um, there, he's up there with Kairos. But yeah. um, the thing is that he was in charge of protecting it, and the fact that he just saw, like, Stormcast Eternals, which just wrecked havoc on corn. You're just like, there like oh, they're coming for me. I don't know how they know about me, but they're coming for me. Yeah. He basically had a brown pants moment. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so they 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 told Sigmar, and Sigmar was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. 
which led to the Heldenhammer Crusade, which is when Sigmar was like, yeah, 12 storm hosts, here we fucking go! Yeah, and the the thing about that, the Heldenhammer Crusade, is that was a very long crusade, and honest to God, as much as it sucks to kind of say this, realistically, there's a, almost a little too much lore about it, because uh, what it was is I'm pretty sure this was actually the setting of a couple of books. Um, maybe because it, I think it, no, it is yeah. a specific Realmgate book. It it is a book. Yeah. Um, and so like and so of course the 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 lore pages that you go read on are completely overloaded with details that aren't really necessary. So there's like really two major three three major things happened. Um, Vandis Hammerhand used the mallet to one tap Karyos Fate Weaver. Yep. Uh, bonk, be gone, bird. Sigmar got his mallet back, plus um, his Stormborn power. Yeah, the majority, yeah, the majority of Stormborn power back. And third, with the hammer back, the Celestian Prime awoke. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, and realistically, there is a lot of drama that goes into it. Uh, and kind of one of the big reasons I don't really want to cover this in detail is because, like we said, this is the setting of a book, and this would basically be like huge spoiler warnings ahead. Not that like any it. of this isn't huge spoiler warnings, yeah. but realistically, there are some plot points in there that it, it does twist and turn a bit. So I'm trying to leave it a little vague for y'all who did, might want to go read it. Did you say that? Did you talk about Vandis one tapping Kairos? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I, I was I, I was looking something up, but um, yeah, no, that that's probably my favorite point. Is Vandis has the hammer? He's like, I am filled with divine might. Hey, Kairos, this your arm? This is my arm now. <laughs> Rips his arm off and goes, hey, Karos, this your head? This is my head now. Bonk! And just fucking disintegrates him. And it's like, yes, this makes me happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically the, uh, what ultimately comes from this is, like we were saying, uh, the hammer is reacquired by the forces of Sigmar, and the Celestine Prime is awoken. Isn't Didn't didn't one of the storm hosts, like, get absolutely fucking decimated, though? Actually, oh, yeah. Celest um, the Celestial Vindicators. Yeah. The Celestial Vindicators, basically what happens is they're stuck in a city um, that's being manipulated by the, uh, the, the... Oh, shit, the sorcerer we were just talking about. Efrix? Efrix. Whatever. It's being manipulated by Efrix. And so, like, they are getting kind of wrecked because they ran ahead of the rest of the storm hosts. Mm -hmm. And they kind of get lost in their own rage and just start absolutely pursuing the forces of Zinch. And then the dead of the city start rising up and just start killing everyone indiscriminately. Like, literally, the ghosts of the dead rise up, and they're like, we don't like any of you here, and just murder everyone in the... Which the... is strange that that happened, because this is also the um, realm of metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shimano is the realm of metal. Yep. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird that it happens like that, but that now, is what happens. Well, now, the one thing about the realm of metal is that, it, it, it is that the landscape is subject to hellacious amounts of change. Yeah. Like, yeah. the shit changes its form, its molecular structure, like, on a daily basis, damn near. So, yeah. I'm not... I'm going to assume something like that would just do something about feed Zinch's power, so I'm not surprised yeah. they can manipulate something to that degree. Um, but anyway, so, like, they rise up, but then eventually the storm the, the Stormcast managed to call out to the Banshee leading the dead, and they managed to calm her down on Enough to like basically go like look we're murdering we're not chaos here. yeah we're here to try and rest to save your uh realm from the forces of chaos could you please stop murdering us and the banshee's like i'll do you one better not only will i not murder you i'll murder everyone else <laughs> but yeah no the celestial vindicators get banshee's pretty here. it's hard. funny you're looking for a malik i'm getting mine <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, but no the, the celestial vindicators do get pretty pretty heavily decimated. I will say there is there is one thing that I 
don't really like about this story, but this has more to do with any time in any story where it's like, he summoned 18 legions of his mighty storm host. A, a, a storm host can range from like 67 dudes. Like, like there are some storm hosts that are fucking tiny. Yeah. Like, there are some that can be like 147 dudes. There are some storm hosts that are like 30,000. Like, there, there is, it's not like a space marine chapter where it's like, it's defined at a thousand with 10 companies mm. of 100. Storm hosts vary like, Pretty drastic. Pretty, so, like, 12 Stormhosts could be, like, less than a 1,000 guys. Yeah. Depending. Um, now, to be fair, the Stormhosts that have, like, 67 dudes, every one of those dudes are probably riding a Draconith. So, they're all on, basically, dragon horses that can breathe fire and e- fuck your day. Or they're still being, or they're still in the process of being forged. Yeah, but... In which case, like... Well, no, no not, not even that. There are some that are just, like, the way they're comprised. They're, they're like, they'll have a, a grant, they'll have, like, three lords, five companies of this... Six companies or of five that. chambers. Cham- yeah. The chamber only consists of like five guys. Yeah. So like, like, like you are correct. Like the, at least during this time period, there were some chambers that were still being forged because Sigmar had lots of his kids. Stormos. There were still lots of Stormos that had they're being forged because Sigmar had lots of kids to eat. But just in general, Stormos vary so much that whenever it's like, oh yeah, there's like fifteen Stormos here. It's like yeah. That could mean a hundred thousand. It could mean less than a thousand, and it kind of, it kind of, it kind of killed my boner just a little bit. Yeah. One, one important thing to note, though, is that generally speaking, if you're t- talking about a storm host that has like an actual stat sheet in the tabletop codexes or battle tones, rather, be a lot. they're probably going to have a lot unless yeah. stated otherwise. Just, so, like, if if there's if there's a storm host that you come across that you see it like two, three, four times. Uh, in in well, reference to like major to events, killed, you can yeah. basically count on them having thousands. It's of just numbers. you know you know how I am. I I like having like structured numbers and whatnot. That's why that's why I'm searching the space marines because you know like like this is the, unless it's one of the as well unless it's one of the the non codex compliant or war, one of like the salamanders that are kind of compliant but kind of not really. Mm-hmm. Besides those um, anomalies, it's thousand dudes, ten companies, this much of each. This, this guy is being led by this, and it's just nice because then you know the exact numbers, so it kind of makes it a little easier in your head when you're when you're because like I don't know about y'all, but when I read, I I vividly hallucinate, so <laughs> it makes it easier when I'm reading in my head to like construct these battles when I'm reading it. Yeah. Versus now, what well, sometimes when I'm reading reading now, it's kind of like oh yeah, this huge battle. And I'm just like seeing one dude like I am all fifteen Stormos <laughs> on a horse with a spear, like yeah, and that's just kind of it, it fucks with me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! One of those storm hosts is just three goblins stacked on top <laughs> of each other with spray painted iron armor. <laughs> They, they just broke out. They just broke out the rattle can of retributor armor. <laughs> just what the? F- <laughs> oh, it's, it's, oh my god! <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sorry. This is completely off topic. Um, to anyone who, so this is super off topic. I don't know why I thought of this, but um, if anyone's listened to the song um, "Miss Jackson" by um. I forget. Oh, um, don't look at me, man. I know what uh, song you're talking about. I it's on, Andre 3000 and him. I, I forget. Outcast by, by Outcast. Uh-huh. And so he goes, like, like the lyrics go, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. But there's a meme about it saying, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for eels. Now I'm thinking of a Stormcast Eternal with just four eels fucking out of the side. And that's just what it is. And I'm like, I'm Miss Jackson. I am for eels. It's just a fucking. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. 
Oh, oh that's funny. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, but like no. I had, I had, to, well, I had to give word to that thought. The, the that was next, killing me. Well, the next major thing, because um, when he got the after getting that back, um, his hammer back, the next thing he kind of looked at, he just kind of stared into the realms. I don't know how Sigmar stares into the realms. I think he may have a crystal ball. Uh, who knows? He, not, I, I think I, I literally think that just um, uh, uh, that fucking. The realm. I'm gonna blank on the name now. Akshi. Azir. Azir. Thank you. Azir. Yep. Yeah. I was like, actually, it's not right. Anyway, I literally think Azir is just above the other realms. Like, I literally think they basically are just ironically, located in you, a place okay, that they so can see the other realms. Ironically, you're kind of right and wrong. This is and this is I found this fucking layer. So you have Azir, where like the city of Sigmar is, right? Uh-huh. Then you have the heavens of Azir. Where the lizards are, yeah. Because the because the Seraphon live in the heavens of Azir. So you have like Azir, you have Azir proper, you have like Sigmar's Azir, and then you have the fucking lizards even higher, just like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. lizards. And then you have Dracothion. Yeah, and then you have the fucking moon of malice. That's even that's like in I don't know, like Azir's fucking weird. Well, yeah. Can, Continuing, however the hell he peers down <laughs> yeah, into the realms, right. because see, this man just... is also the size of a man. Did, did you ever, like, actually put that together? Looking at his fucking monocle, just like, hmm, I see there's some demons in Oxy today. My guess is Sigmar is six foot four. <laughs> six foot four given and 200 the, pounds given, of pure Because Galmaraz does not change size, and the Celestial Prime is holding Galmaraz. And given the nutritional values of humans in medieval times, the average height of a human man would be five foot eight, so Sigmar, by definition, is a midget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, I would assume with his godly powers, he could be as big as he wants to be. But I mean, realistically, when you see Teclas and Tyrion, they're just still elf. They're still like normal elf shape. Yeah. yeah no. Um. Like no, he stands next to Stork Cast Eternals, and they're the exact same height. He's just... All I'm saying is that man uh, got a fight with Gorhamorka and won. So, so it, 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 what, what is it? What is it? Ungodly cosmic power. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um. But continuing. Um. He looked into the realm of um. Girden. Girden. Ge- Realm of Life. Gearin. We're Gearin. always going to okay. struggle with these I don't, I don't know if I've said this before, but just remember, the name of the Mortal Realms are literally the exact same name as the Lords of Magic from Fantasy. So, if... I don't know if that helps. Bro, but, don't even look at okay, me like yeah, that. Don't, don't. You, you, know, you know the only thing... The only Realm of Magic I pay attention to is the Lord of Death. Which... You mean Shayish? No, no, no. I'm going to yeah. beat your ass. Um, <laughs> the winds of Shayish. Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Gearin or Gyron. So, uh, yeah, no, and, um... Oh, you're starting the cluster. Oh, you're starting the clusterfuck. Oh, God, yeah, like, you I... grab something to eat? He's gonna be at this for a <laughs> no, while. No, 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 You are gonna join me in for this wonderful conversation about uh... the how and so many strokes. Um, so... Nurgle stuck his dick in Alariel's house. That's basically what happened. Yeah. yeah. But we're going wild. over now. The next series. The War of Life. Oh, God. Um, so, Nurgle kind of made Garen, like... A boy's locker room that hasn't been cleaned, cleaned in, in five years. years. It's it's pretty disgusting. Just smells like sweat and ass. You have great unclean ones taking rivers and, and purification and rotting everything in the process. It's okay. like how is that even happening? Hold That's supposed to purify. You had, you had great unclean ones taking baths in the pool of sacred tears. <laughs> okay, real quick though, uh, completely off topic. I miss my truck. Because in my in my truck, they literally just gave me a cooler and a case of water, and they were like, "Yeah, this is yours now." And so I just put it right behind me. So whenever I'm sitting in my truck, I just reach back into my cooler and grab a thing of water. Uh, 
Kanye work is great work, isn't I it? I know. <laughs> so, by the way, for those of you who want to know a little bit more about my personal life, uh, I got a new job at uh, at the local county, and they literally gave me a truck, and they were like, this is your truck now. It is your truck alone. There are many trucks like it, but this, this one is, is yours. yours. I think you actually did less work this week than I did. Which, which is, is saying which is something. Saying something. <laughs> I did actually go out and like I had to look. I I did learn how to like actually work with work yeah, with the trailer. Yeah, but Mitchell doesn't get like four that. hour naps <laughs> in his truck. Excuse you, I took a thirty minute nap on my lunch break. Yeah, but you watched Netflix for like four hours, which kind of counts. The I same mean, I don't do that. About. I just I'll walk. I just walk around the office and talk to random people. Okay, to be fair, whenever whenever your boss has to make a like. 40 mile round trip to go get a wrench. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah, no, that happened today. Like, straight up, we were trying to do an oil change. This is completely off topic. That would infuriate me. Yeah, no, we were in the middle of doing an oil change on this fucking gator, and, like, it was just being a bitch and a half, but we didn't want to bust it and, like, drain oil all over the fucking. Uh, shed right or all over the maintenance bay and so like he went to go grab a uh, a wrench and then he realized he didn't have a wrench with him so he had to drive all the way back home to grab a different wrench and come back where does he live it, he, he just lives up in elgin but like oh god that explained that it's fucking up in elgin yeah yeah well i mean we're we're down 95 so like that's still like 20 minutes 15 yeah. minutes or 15 minutes yeah, it's, a good, it's, it's a good drive yeah, yeah it, it's still a good drive so then he turns around and comes back and we still can't get the damn thing off so we still end up just taking a like a like a foot and a half long metal spike driving it through the fucking oil filter and just wrenching it off all you know is you know shit gets seared well, you know shit's gotten seared when someone says where's the arc roller <laughs> or not the arc roller the um fucking oh what's it called it's a torch it's a fucking the thing and you, it's a little fucking fire. That, yeah, it's, it's, torch. it's a torch. Torch welder? Torch, 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 torch? No, it's, uh, it's not a welder. No, it's, it's, a, it's, cutter. Uh, it's a cutter. It's an arc torch. Arc. Yeah. I don't think that's correct. No. But no, you know what I'm talking arc about. Arc Acetylene. Acetylene torch. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know shit's gotten serious. It's like, fuck it. We're no longer unscrewing it. We're melting this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we'll continuing now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was completely off topic. Um, I've seen acetylene torch. How the fuck did I Oh, like I lost where I was. Um, so over the realm of chaos, um, Alariel went into her um, like it's a, it was over a period of time because when she was fighting all of these battles, and the more that Nurgle took over the um, the realm yeah. of life. Keep keep in mind a lot of this backstory starts in the age of chaos because while Corn is like fucking over the entirety of the eight mortal realms, Nurgle was Nurgle like, was kind of like I want this realm specifically. I want to make a new garden. Assume literally everything we talk about Realm Gate Wars. If it's like yeah, she was super depressed, we don't say why. Just assume because they got fucked by chaos hard. Yeah, yeah. That's kind um, of the blanket statement for so everyone except she, for Azir. She did a whole she did a whole lot of like fighting, but over the period of time, a bit of her soul was constantly being lost because a part of her soul is connected to the realm of life. Yeah, so Nurgle was basically defiling her soul as well yes. as the realm. And so she kind of went into a hibernation state and she put herself in a soul pot and gave it like gave herself to the um, Lady of Vines. She's and Lady of Vines is like the premier dryad, right? No, she is her most loyal servant, really. Yeah. Is she is she, a tree, she is she a tree person or is she a human? She she is a tree person and she actually hold now holds more authority than some ancient tree lords. Mm. Yeah. yeah, specifically because of what she does for Alariel during uh, her time as a uh, seed pod. 
So yeah, uh, well, uh, and she kind of left her children to fend for themselves, and it just it started to become a more of a losing battle. And it's sacred swim, uh, bitch. Yes. I ain't no helicopter. Like my mother, she refused to raise her children for years. <laughs> yeah. Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you stop there in high school? The second I learned how to cook, I was fucked. Yeah, no, the second I got a job, I was on my own. Man, I had a fucking cushy life, all right, yeah, man. Yeah, you did. It's uh, called it's called it's called having parents that are together and love it that love both each other and you. Um and Sigmar kinda looked at that realm and went, I I'll help out. I like those thighs. I'm I'm gonna try. He doesn't like those thighs. We're talking about a L'Oreal. She would be Miss Thick Thighs equals a L'Oreal. Yes, always. Have you always. seen that model? <laughs> Bruh. Like <clears throat> watermelons live in fear of that woman. Three C's. <laughs> if not four. Like yeah. we're talking deep dish, extra thick, Chicago style. <laughs> Fucking like, damn, son. Cheese is about to become a little cold. And I just want to make this abundantly clear, we're talking about a plastic model. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, to my so, beautiful girlfriend, if you listen to this, uh, I am sorry. You have to hear this. Oh, <laughs> uh, my okay, ass to be fair, sleeping on the couch. Okay, to be fair, your girlfriend is bisexual and 100% agrees with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't even play that game. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of this, um, what are these battles that are going with the War of Life? It's going to be in the Plague, um, <coughs> Plague Garden, it's the Hollow Knight book. So just... Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I only die a little bit of the inside. Every single time I have to inhale somebody else's vape. <laughs> I can't look at him. <laughs> I can't even look at him right now. It's like when we go sit down the window of him specifically. Bro, to no matter sure. where he goes, God himself is like, <laughs> like he can't fucking. I've seen it turn corners like, to go after him. It's not. <laughs> Um, so uh, the first battle will be the ba- the uh, Battle of the Gates Dawn, and this is uh, where the grand old boys, the Hollowed Knights, enter the realm of life. Um, and um, as they enter the realm of life, they exit the Gear Tribes. Is it fucking kidding me? Is it trying? It went, under, it went underneath. <laughs> Back and forth here. I need to have some conversation. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm letting you no, deal with this. Sorry, we're, we're exploring the wonders of how God apparently wants you to die by asphyxiation. <laughs> so um, when the Hollow Knights entered, exit the Gear Tribes, which were um, pretty much mortals that were being subjugated by the like Nurgles, um, Bolothrax. That sounds like a great unclean one. Yeah, um, is that the fat ass that guys that got they got stuck in the gate? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I remember. Oh, that one. But it's the same battle. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, and I forgot that's the battle of, uh, so of Gates they, of Dawn, right? They got rid of the Gear Tribes and the blah blah. blah. Um, they were a subjugated by the Prince Legions of Bolothrax. They were. Um, they captured the Gate of Dawn, but it no longer le- led to Akshi anymore, or um, Akish, uh, Akshi. 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 I believe it's Akshi. Um, 
I was trying to remember whatever the hell was spelled. Um, AQ. Fucking. It, it led to Norgal's garden now. <laughs> and, the point is, we don't really give a shit about where it once led, because right now, it kind of leads to Satan's arm. Now, now enter stage right, Bolothrax. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he already here? No, no, this was just his subject. Sub, subjects. No, then... Oh, this then, was no. his... Oh. Then, then, then okay. Sir Bola Oatmeal came in himself. <laughs> yes. Uh, it Mr. Came... Squishy, squishy and Sour himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he, he came through the gate and he brought a lot of his friends with him. Baron of the Slick and Sticky. Um, and <laughs> Sigmar was just like, I don't like the look at that. Then sent the Astral, Astral Templars. Yep. I hate this battle so much. It's so <laughs> you fucking... You ruined my rhythm so bad. I know. You're welcome. Um... And let's see. Oh, it was Lord Gardas. Oh, yes. Um, this is the destruction of the Gate of Dawn because, fun fact, um, if a Realm Gate is now corrupted by the by chaos and the Realm Gate wars, Sigmar has instructed everybody to destroy Blow Sigmar. that gate the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they do have Which ways to... Which is funny, because to... in this particular case, it wasn't Sigmar who done it. <laughs> yeah. No, but they do actually have ways to purify the Realm Gates. You just it's can't just they... do it while you're under attack by demons. Well, no, 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 no. Like, there is a certain point where there is literally just too much corruption, and the gate cannot be reclaimed. So Sigmar has sent instructions that's basically like, if you can't purify the gate, blow, the blow it out. up. Yeah. Yeah. Make it unusable. Um, and so we get the Mad Chad, my favorite character. He has a model. He's for Hollow Knights. I th- what I would consider the Dantes or no, no Gardas, right? Gardas, Steel Soul. Right? Yeah, um, something like that. Um, he to attempt to shut the gate so no more demons would come through. Went through the gate and tried to like kill, like destroy it from the inside. Mm-hmm. But he got stuck in the Garden of Nurgle because a big old. De- Demon of Nurgle tried to fit through the gate and, and just broke it. <laughs> yeah, he's still just stuck there. Oh wait, so he he straight up pulled a uh, a Drogo uh, a Drogo. Um, oh yeah, oh, fuck it. God damn it, the Great Knight. Oh yeah, Kal Drogon or Drogo. Yeah, yeah, Kaldor Drogo. Kaldor Drogo. But no, he, he just straight up pulled. I a still Drogo. just can't get over that. Basically, uh, fucking Lord Chonky Thick. One, one, <laughs> one of the Lord Chonky Thicks is like, I'm gonna go through this gate. Eat me some storm, some Chromecast Turtle Booty Hole. Hit that gate. That gate was like, wait, limit exceeded. <laughs> and it's just fucking like I just see it being like, bing, and it just fucking explodes. Demon's like. I am offended. <laughs> How like dare you not accommodate my massive like, girth and opulence? Reminds me of the fucking like like the fucking Gabriel Glacier skit about like the the Elbian elevator. And you see a level like someone who's like eight hundred pounds. Like oh oh hell no! Just <laughs> <laughs> the gates, the elevator, and he just steps in. Elevator's like <coughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and after the the Uh, gate got destroyed you had your civil enough that was in the area or your tree people that were in the area and they were just like huh we can probably win this battle now because it was still Lurgle's battle to win until the tree people got angry uh, (laughs) um, the tree started speaking Vietnamese and Nurgle quaked in fear that gate blew up and the Lorax are like I have spoken for the trees and we we shall now start breaking your knees (laughs) Um, and then the next major event that's going to be happening with the War of Life is going to be destruct- the destruction of the Dirge, the Dirge, Dirge Horn? Dirge Horn, I believe. Yeah, yeah. no Dirge. And this is the thing that was keeping the tree people, like, paralyzed or something, right? Yeah, um, it kind of, <sighs> it's for some, 
I don't know how it was keeping them paralyzed, but the entire purpose of this, like, destruction of this horn was it freed the tree um, Sylvana from the cacophony that drove them mad to the point of paralyzation. I'm going to assume it just, like, sapped their will to live and clouded their mind and made them all no, fucking all... Well, there was a thing for, like, um, the Stormcast. It drove them mad, and they had their urge to, like, clean their blade or something, or they went to go fight something. Oh, if it's from Nurgle, it's probably just something that was like, I'm going to fill your mind with nothing but the most disgusting fucking things possible. And especially for someone in the realm of, in the realm of life who's, like, life and, like, being happy and being energetic, it's like, oh, yeah... Um, your skin's rotting, and you're full of maggots, and there's poop everywhere, all kinds of fucked up shit. No, they no, probably no, have was, aneurysms, no, too. No, it wasn't that. It, it was weird, because it was something they wanted to clean, like, their sword. They tried to clean their sword in the swamp, or, like, the thing. Um, it was, it was really weird, but all the Astral Templars that were sent there died because of the Dirge Horn. Oh, fuck. Huh. Yeah. The whole Storm Host? That, that were sent there. I don't think it was the entire Storm Host. But the, the how the Hollowed Knights got about about that, the um, the new leader of the Hollowed Knights went around and oh, cleansed Don, it. Dantus was the original leader, but he's yes. lost in K. He's lost. He, in, he's lost in um, Nurgle's Garden right now. He went around and he like cleansed the cleansed their armor with Sigmar's light, pretty much. <clears throat> Clap on. Clap off. Yep. That's how I'm seeing that. Just walk the every storm. He's like, Sigmar on, Sigmar off. <laughs> but actually, I think it's more appropriate about the whole clap thing because, like, Nurgle, the clap, you gotta. Oh god. Clap off. Oh god. God. Ah, oh, continue, please. <laughs> okay. Um, what this? I feel like I need to be cleansed now. The destruction of the church. <laughs> Can't shoot. Ah, oh, shit! I'm sitting close enough. It's not gonna matter. <laughs> Are you gonna chunk my cat at him? No, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a fastest protection. <laughs> okay. The purity of the good boy will deflect your disgusting venereal nurgle diseases. Yes, the good boy who likes to go hop in the trash can. The nurgle cat himself. <laughs> He's going to absorb all all of your nurgle insults. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the with the destruction of the Dirtorn, it what it did it freed it freed a whole lot of Sylvana from the paralyzation. So it led. Which was a major point for the battle of the glade, or for the glade. And the reason why this battle was very important, um, the glade was like a stone that had the purifying water that was coming out of it. So it was, um, it was the only thing to counteract Nurgle's rot. So this would basically be the equivalent of like <clears throat> walking up to the the Pope's holy water and taking a shit in it. Yes, and that's exactly what um, Poopa did. With. Pupa, pupa, P-U-P-A. Pupa. 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 Um, the great unclean one Pupa was doing, because he literally constantly took a bath in this this river that was purifying the land and just yeah, ruined made it. it. Made it not purified. Yeah, Most definitely like, unpurified. I'm going to refer you water. back to my comment about shitting in the Pope's holy water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so... It was it saved Shimmer Tom, you know, water which like was the it. source of purifying water. Um, and the water, let's see. Oh, this is the battle that Gardas came back. Because there was another, there was another um, realm gate at that 
like right next right next to this um purification source and he came back and he went oh there's a battle going on <laughs> and so he just went cloak <laughs> Um, oh boy. All right. Nurgle man wants Nurgle cat. Oh, oh yeah. Let's pass around yes. my cat. Oh. <sighs> but um, there was the process. They killed Puta, Pupa, Pupa, and that what? Oh, this was the entire. This was the entirety of the Hollow Knights. Um, so when they kid killed Pupa, the river. So he kind of just like turned into dust and the river like started to repurify everything and all these demons that were in the river during the entire battle just went You ever seen the end of, <laughs> ever seen the end of Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark when the Nazis melted? That's how I envisioned that. Yeah. <laughs> but um it was at the end of this battle they completely murdered a demon host. The whole ass Jesus host. Christ. The, the entire host. Yeah, that's pretty fucking large, aren't they? They can be. Yeah. Um, and then this... I feel like... It's like Nurgle. It's just like Lysol. It's <laughs> just everything. <laughs> That's power pencil, baby. That's the power of Mr. Cleans and Nurgle's just like this bitch. <laughs> um, oh, and this will lead to the search for the Hidden Veil. And the reason why that Gardas it was important... Gardas came out of that realm date like, call me Mr. Clean, bitch, because I'm about to clean you up. Fucking Gardas <laughs> hopping on Nurgle's garden, looking like looking like the the, the uh, fucking um what is it that maid from uh, Family Guy? Like no no, Mister Superman, no here, <laughs> just fucking squirted everyone. Dude, I forgot the reason why that was so easy to kill Pupa. It was because Gardas learned his name, Pupa's real name, because he when um he was dealing with um. What the hell was the other guy's name to start with the B? Bolthrax. Bolthrax. When he was fighting him in the garden, in Nurgle's garden, mm -hmm. he said Pupa's real name. So. But why, though? Uh, you know, I need to read the book. That's fair. Um, it's probably like, tell me his goddamn name where I pull the bleach on you. Yeah. Um, and they were able to, I think it was, I think it was a celestial... Um, a Stormcast Eternal's wizard that sat there and just lightning bolt him to death? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. You okay over there? I've got hiccups. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, my, my lungs apparently don't like me at the moment. This would go, this would start to go into the search for the Hidden Veil, which, um. No. Killed. Um, well, well, once they, once they get the, the the river purified, that's when they find. That's when they go and they fucking get Ariel oh, no. back, right? No, I got I got things mixed up. So there was the battle for the hidden glade. Then there was a search for the hidden veil. Um, Gardas stated that um, he knew how to find Alariel, and it was based off of this. Like, it was a splinter of a tree from the world that was. Mm. Yes. And somehow it was going to point, and um, I think this would state how much of the war that was going on and how much impact they had, because it kind of like represented, in my mind, it represents the realm, and only half, half of it was pure, and it was like it had pure water coming out of it, mm -hmm. and the other half was just Nurgle infested. So in my mind, they have like kind of like cleansed half of the um, realm at that point. But, um, so he knew how, so through this, he had to, um, go there and fight Pupa there. So it wasn't battle for the Glade. This is just where, Ga um, 
gosh. Gardas came back. Um, and they saved all of, if the they saved the purification source. A, a, a major purification source. Oh, um, and so... You okay there, bud? No, because <laughs> this was so goddamn much to read and try to type out. That's a lie. There's so much to look. <laughs> Think, things worked themselves out to a point where they found Alario, or they knew how to bring Alario back. And then shit got even worse before it got better. So, oh yeah, no, it did, because Gardas then killed Pupa, then the entire storm, like, the thing died. There was, like, three and a half dudes left, and they were no, like, Dad, please help. No, no, so then they actually, um, then they did the next chapter, Alario Rebirth. Um, so this is where they find the Lady in Vines, and they're doing, like, you know Sam Houston's Runaway Escape? Why am I referencing that? Everybody, like, not in Texas is not going to understand that. Um, do you even understand it? It's where Sam Houston was running away from the Mexican army. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so the Lady in Vines was just running away from the army trying to get to a planting point for Alario. For, for Alario. It's actually, if I remember correctly, they actually, like, they, they found the Lady in Vines. Like, we're found, we found you. We're going to help you. And she was like, you dumb motherfuckers. There's like nine of you left and you let them run to me. Um, no, <laughs> so in, I, in, in this I, final I, I'm battle. Gonna, I'm going to pause you real quick, though. I actually feel really bad because I did not get that reference. And like apparently I'm a, I'm like an actual descendant of Sam Houston and like now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you should. Would you like to um, explain to him? Uh, anyway. Um, no, no, he's just he can go research on his own. Um, You're not a real Texan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just slept through most most of my like eighth grade Texas history. That's fair. Um, uh, so, teacher was a bitch anyway. She didn't deserve it. Enter stage left corn. <laughs> oh yeah, God! I don't know what you mean. Enter stage left <laughs> fucking Scarbrand gonna say that about 14 more times <laughs> yeah dude okay real, real, and vandis they're fucking everywhere yeah quick pause like if you thought vandis hammerhand appeared a lot holy fuck does scarbrand get around i forget because like the realmate wars how how long was they went over a period of how long again that was a hot minute because it fucking had to be because both Vandis and Scarbrand each died like four fucking times. And that takes a while. Scarbrand a... didn't die during this period of time. Yeah, uh, he died. He, di- he does die during the he died. He, di- he died. Oh, no, but he not, dies not this tw- battle. Not this battle. It's something yeah. even funnier. No, yeah, but, but he fucking like he fucking dies in, in the wars of the, of, the, of the Flame Worlds. And then like three and a half minutes later, he's back. And it's like, what the fuck, Richard? I thought it was supposed to take thousands of years. Yes, it fucking is! Yeah, it's supposed to take a while. Unless, of course, you know, Korn just really likes you. In which case, he goes, boop, you're back. Because, like, for Vandis, in a couple, it makes sense. It's like the forging process was rushed because they needed him back out there. So, I think, I I think his name is Ionis. I think, I think he's the, I think he's the Lord Celsus. Ionis. Ionis. He's the the Lord Celsus of one of the Stormhosts. Like, he didn't have a voice. He was reforged so quickly, he he did not have the ability to speak, basically. No, no, no. He had the ability to speak. The issue is that at really inopportune times, his voice would tend to fail him. But that was specifically stated because of the reforging process, because they rushed it, which made sense. Scarborough was just like I died and I'm back with nothing bad happening to me. Eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fair, God, he doesn't damn. have any personality to lose. So what? yeah. So Corn sent Scarbrand and a demon host to attack the last remaining Hollow Knights and Tree People. Um, <laughs> by the way, their numbers only numbered a hundred. Yeah, they were like yeah. Compared, so, compared to what there was, there was like three and a half dudes left. That's basically it. <laughs> yep. And there was like thousands of demons and they're just like oh so it's at this point i feel like there's like bad writing because then they're like out of nowhere a slam goes man 
I kind of need that to happen, nor not for them not to die. <laughs> so it is both, in my opinion, a bad writing, but also be not bad writing at the same time because the slam do the exact same thing Sigmar does, but even higher. They just go. Hey, you know that's gonna look kind of bad. That'll <laughs> no, be fine. Um, that though, that does look bad, dinosaurs. <laughs> like that's yep. what they fucking do. They they just sit in Azir and they just look down on the other one around. They don't do a goddamn thing unless they're like that needs to win. Cause fuck chaos. That is the only time they do anything. So it's a slam zine fantica. Yeah, it's funny. Oh my god. Zine. Yeah, speaking same of characters slam. we're yeah. gonna hear same, about. Same Lana. fucking slam that deals with the fucking yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. So um, so he, he sat there and he sent um his. Host of dinosaurs. Um, space, space lizard space armor. Lizards. Um, look, 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 and to look, fight look, look, look. The demon host. All I'm saying is the entire point of Seraphon being in AOS is so GW can somehow fit Space Godzilla into Age of Sigmar. <laughs> um, you know what? We're working up and, to it. <laughs> and the way that the writing was written, it was it was only Slanman and Scarbrand left, and Scarbrand was chasing Slanman, and Slanman went like Doctor Strange portal, and it says, "Oh, bye," <laughs> and he went into space. By the way, yeet. <laughs> and so Scar Scar Scarbrand at this point was just floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was the Stormcast Eternals and um, Sylvaneth are numbered at a hundred at this time. So Sigmar sent a, the Celestin. Prime because no, no, no. he didn't they, send the cells of Prime. He sent Carl Franz. Get it right <laughs> because they had to deal with the Nurgle army. But I think this is the first time the Celestin Prime is actually like yes. yeah. No, this that is was the first time. Yeah, yeah. and he came down and he was like, <laughs> everyone in this room is dying. <laughs> and it was just like all the great unclean ones just went, oh fuck, I know that mallet. <laughs> Because I don't think they stopped because of the Celestin Prime. They stopped because, because of the hammer. hammer. Yeah, fuck Greta <laughs> just like, did we get anything from information about well, him getting the mallet back? Because it's fucking here! Where was the memo? <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like... come on, bro. I feel like record-keeping should have given us a heads-up on this one because this is most definitely <laughs> not okay. Like, it got rid of Cardo's Fate Weaver in one hit. No, yeah. this is the and that wasn't even the, the fucking dude holding it. It was just Vandis holding it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's the funny thing is that Vandis Hammerhand is only a Lord Celestant. Like, he's a very prominent... Does he have, does he have a model? If he doesn't, yeah. I'm going to be kind of offended. Hold up. I'll be back. Like, he he's a very prevalent character, but he's, like, not super, super special. He's not like the Celestin fucking Prime, who was basic... Like, the Celestin Prime was basically, like, he got reforged, but he was dead. He, like, he wouldn't come back to life. When he got the hammer, that's what brought him back to life. He was specially made for this. He was the first Stormcast Eternal. He is the leader of the army, basically. And he came down, and he was like... I'm gonna fucking kill everyone here now. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. I just realized my book is at your place. Um, and then um, they kind of just planned a mystic thighs herself. Well, there's something cool that happened during that time. So uh, Torglug the Defiler or something like that was his name. He was a demon prince of um, Nurgle. And I think he was like leading the forces. He was a, he's, he's a big leader of the forces with the Grand Clean Ones. Um, they've been fucking the um, free people up and whatnot. So he actually 1v1s the Cells of Prime. And gets his ass handed to him. So, Celestin Prime smacks him with a hammer and kills him. 
and basically banishes his corrupted soul to chaos. But when he does that, because of the power, like the divine power of Sigmar and the hammer, there's like a little sliver of his soul that remain uncorrupted. And Sigmar yoinked that bitch immediately and made a whole ass Stormcast Eternal out of it. Are and they I, called the Redeemed? Yeah, no, I, I know well, he I is know called. He the was called like he was called like Torin or Torvrin the Redeemed. He's uh. <clears throat> Do we go? Do we Tornus, get? Tornus, Tornus, yeah. Do we get to him in a later time in this podcast? Yes, yes. fire. Yeah, the, he, the fire. He, he, yeah, he returns because he because even though it was only a sliver of his soul, he's still a pretty powerful stormcast, isn't he? Yeah, because that was the thing is that like the one. Um, so whenever he died, Sigmar found like the one last shred of his purity, soul. Uh, yeah, of his uncorrupted soul, and yoinked it. But then like that one portion was so pure that fueled by Sigmar's power. He basically returned to as he as he was as a mortal man before he became corrupted by chaos, and then became a storm gas on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and 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 I think and there are I don't think they talk about it much in Realmgate, but there is like a whole group of people that get reforged from the souls of people who are killed by Galmaraz being wielded by the Salisan Prime, and I think that only happens either a because of the Prime himself or because of the hammer or a combination uh, of the two. I think it's a combination of... I, honest to God, I, what I really think it is is... Oh, look, Vandas Hammerhand. There he is. Uh, I, what I really think it is is that... Uh, no. In yeah. time. Motherfucker. Patience. But no, I really think what it is is that it's it's not that the Celestant Prime is doing anything, anything in particular. It's that when the Celestant Prime takes the field, Sigmar is inherently just looking more at that battlefield. And so whenever he's watching, like, you know, the Celestine Prime slay great unclean ones, so much of his attention is devoted to that, that he has the presence of mind in that moment to reach in and snag the souls, the um the, un- the uncorrupted mortals. souls of Earth. great unclean ones. And, or like well, no, it's, it's not great unclean ones like because, he, he can't, because he, he, you can't forge anything out of a demon soul because they're just straight demon. But it's the uncorrupted souls of mortal... It, or, yeah, mortal, mortal, not, mortal, yeah. mortal heroes, because all Stormcasts are heroes yeah. in their own right. Uh, mortal heroes that are corrupted by the chaos gods. They, they, he finds pieces yeah. of their souls in particular. Yeah, sorry, I, I said greater demon, but yes, really, what we're talking about is like the the, the chosen of chaos and then the demon princes and show that. Because if I remember correctly, Torglug was a demon prince. Yes, yeah. So basically, if there was if there was a character who was once mortal who then became corrupted by chaos, if there is still a portion of their soul that is pure, uh, Sigmar uh, Sigmar can reach in and yoink it. And make a stormcast out of it, but I really think it has less to do with uh, the Celestine Prime and more just the inherent fact that like Sigmar's looking more closely. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say as well. Um, and it was just, this is like this entire thing is where Alariel is like be reborn and she's in her war form, but it's actually her being reborn has very large implication because there's a there is a large influx of just life energy. Mm-hmm. So um, so when that happens, that's where like the trees in the mountain that was holding Kragnos, they gnarl all the way down into the hollow point, and that's what allows Kragnos to escape. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like so there's a there's a lot of implications about Alaria being reborn. Yeah. Well, she is Queen Life Energy herself. So can you go get the cow yeah, away from yeah, my yeah. houseplant? <laughs> Not Lilith. <laughs> that's the yeah, yeah, that's the plant. Fucking name. watching you. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, Vandis Hammerhand does actually have a 
model. Model. And it is a mounted model. Ooh, what's mounted on? Uh, the Dracoff Kalanax. Huh. Uh, the funny thing is, is he still only has nine wounds, so technically he's a sub-commander. Hmm. Because he has less than ten wounds. Which makes sense, because he's a, um... He's a Lord Celestin, not a Lord Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, by the way, since we haven't actually gotten into this yet, uh, the way Stormhosts are split up, Lord Commanders are the leaders of Stormhosts, Lord Celestins are the leaders of Chambers under a Lord Commander. So they're they're basically like the second-in-commands. Uh, no, sorry, Lord Imperators are in between, so technically Celestins are third-in-command. Which is funny, we don't really see any Lord Imperators or Lord Commanders. We just see Vandas everywhere in the fucking... Yeah. Well, if it, it's because, like, realistically, um, most most storm hosts only deploy at the chamber level. They deploy like a singular them chamber. to come in full in full force is rare. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the only time you really would have seen a Lord Imperitant would be at like the Helden Hammer Crusades. Yeah, the the fucking big things. Yeah, exactly. But that was the war of life, and oh my gosh, was that so much to deal with. I can't wait till you get to, like, the war of fire Oh my god! That's gonna be worse. Oh yeah. So, uh, by the way, for those of you who aren't already figuring this out, this is gonna be a two-hour-plus episode. So yeah, have fun with that. Uh, moving on. What part do we have next? Oh god, Battle of Bloodkeep. Yes! Um, I fucking love this entire this entire thing. So, Battle of Bloodkeep, it, it, it's it's fairly simple. Basically, the Stormcast Eternals, um, they they team up with Fire Slayers and Akshi because you know Scarbrand when he came down into um, Giran, they're like, oh, they're like, fuck, he's using Scarbrand. This is a problem. He's angry. He's fucking very hard to deal with. Um, so there is something called the Bloodkeep. Um, and in the Bloodkeep uh, was the Brass Chain. And as I put it, the brass chain is the only Snickers you can give Scarbrand to calm his ass down. And what that means is it's the only thing that, that, that can hold him. He's so he's filled with so much rage. It's literally the rage is literally the only thing that can bind him and keep him from just running amok. So um, the fire Were, slayers, weren't these forged by uh, uh, by Corn himself I to be- bind Scarbrand? So yeah, because 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 when Scarbrand, if Scarbrand's in the mortal plane. But not currently trying to murder something, he stays in the blood keep. That's where he's bound. Mm-hmm. That's where he is kept until he is to be used. If he's not just in the room of chaos, yeah. So he was Scarbrand was out fucking shit up. So so the fire slayers and the storm and the stormcast they attacked the blood keep. Um, and they were doing a pretty good job. They got in there. They started fucking shit up. Um, and they were they almost they almost got to, they almost got to the uh, the brass chain, but um, then Scarbrand showed up. Oh shit! And uh, there they stood. Snickersless, <laughs> and Scarbrand proceeded to uh, aggressively t pose for dominance, um, and which is code for Scarbrand proceeded to beat their they ass like a got bongo. Fucked hard, and yeah. So and and, and they it, it, it caused them it caused them to fail the mission. They couldn't they couldn't Scarbrand was too powerful. Um, but the one good thing that did come out of that. Is the um the the alliance that was forged between the Stormcast and the Fire Slayers? It 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 formed a friendship between the factions, which was something that that they used multiple times throughout the stories. You know, it it it, it was a bond that needed to be forged so that that they could stay together and they could keep relying on each other's strengths in the battles to come, which was good <clears throat> for um for for the Alliance Order. 
but overall, they angry weren't. dwarves are really nice to have. Yeah, allies. I'm looking at you, really Godric. Angry of dwarves. Angry dwarves. <laughs> also, the most depressed of the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Um, Godric is either mad as fuck, murdering things, or depressed as shit, remembering the world that was. Um, but yeah, no. So, like I said, ultimately they were unable to get the brass chain, and they got T posed on. And I don't know what Corn did with the Snickers after that. I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe so. I don't know. I don't. I doubt it's still in the Bread of Blood Keep. I'm pretty sure when the um, Rome Get Wars ended, Chaos kind of had to fuck back off through the realm of Chaos for, for the most part. So I don't really know what happened to the Brass Chain and Blood Keep after that. But um, but yeah, it was it wasn't a huge huge battle. But I just, I I just like the premise of it. Um, and after that, it was the third War of the Dead. Which, uh, by the way, just like you know, the first War of the Dead, Age of Myth, Second War of the Dead, Age of Chaos, Age of Chaos, Third War of the Dead, and then yeah. uh, do you see a pattern here? So yeah, no, uh, Nagash got fucked in the Second War of the Dead. Well, he died. Uh, he didn't just die; all of it, he died. All of his Mortox died. All of his armies died. I don't think Nefrata died. Um, no, because all but her, all but her. Cool, because they, they, because well, the Mortox got rezzed. They, they, they came back. Because it was the Mortarks that actually rezzed. No, I'm thinking of the world that was. Nope. Yeah, the world that was. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I think Nefrata died too, and she just came back earlier or something like that. But I do know that basically every single force that Nagash had got. Fucking annihilated in the second War of the Dead. And that was in the Edge of Chaos when Archeon was like, Bone Daddy, Sir Elder Bones, spin the wheel, can't have that shit. You know shit. why they want to shy you so much, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's literally all of the souls go there. If they crept to that plane, anytime someone died, they would be autoed into the fucking Roman well, Chaos, basically. No, it wasn't even that. It was to make the people lose hope for even dying. That makes sense. So. Even when you die, we got your ass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Nagash so Nagash reses at the uh, the Starless Gate. <laughs> that battle, uh, and he, he and his forces are being besieged by Chaos again. Go figure. Um, that battle, it from that point on, is called the Slaughter at the Starless Gate, because Nagash wakes up and he's like, "Spin the wheel, necromancy, doot doot, doot uh, doot doot, motherfuckers," and mm-hmm. basically just fucking slaughters everyone. And then proceeded to do um, necromantic things. He was raising, raising like pillars of necromatic energy and shit like that, uh, all over Shaiish because you know, Nagash doing Nagash things. Um, other thing that happened was a uh, Nefrata was in her favored territory, being besieged by chaos again. Go figure. Huh? I feel like I've been here before. Um, and she was losing. She, she was getting her. She was. Yeah. She, she was getting. She was getting Storm. shit pushed in. Stormcast came yep. in, and it was um, it was actually known to be like a really good alliance, and how the Legions of the Dead and the Stormcast can work together work really well together. But Nagash was being a dick and was like, mm, nah, you don't mm. get your city anymore. Bye. Yep, the Stormcast came in and saved Nefrata specific, and they really didn't give didn't give a fuck about about like about like the city of the continent or anything. They wanted to save Nefrata specifically to get on Nagash's good side, and that got Nefrata on Nagash's bad that, side. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nagash actually spoke. Nagash spoke through Nefrata basically to tell the Stormcast to go fuck themselves, and then he like took Nefrata and like torched the shit out of her. Just for just for even working with them. Yeah. So. And she had to get it back because it was like, um, let's see, she causes the Chaos Lord to assault the north the north of her city for like um and she opens up an annihilation gate and just destroys all chaos that are attacking. And that was they allowed Nagash to give her back her city. 
But yeah, so that is basically the third War of the Dead in a nutshell. It's basically just Nagash coming back and going on a crumping spree. Yep. Um, Battle of Mount Kronos? Ah, this is an important one. Is it? It's only two sentences. Uh, yeah, okay. the premise is kind of stupid, <laughs> but what happens because of the fight's important. Okay, uh, so, by the way, when it comes to the third War of the Dead, um, the only major thing to really, really take out of that is Nagash got resurrected and yes. came back. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nagash, Nagash came back to life, and he is now, he is now once again, a player on the board of the great game, so to speak. So we have Alariel and Nagash back. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Battle and of Kronos... Elden Hammer. Um, so this is actually the first time that uh, the Sigmarines fight Sir Plot Armor himself, a.k.a. the Exalted Grand Marshal of the Apocalypse, Archeon the Everchosen. Um, this battle is when the Stormcats first fight him. So basically, um, there's this, like, disgraced Lord of Change that was once, like, one of the strongest Lord, Lord, Lords of Change um, in um, Zinch's, like, retinue. And um, Zinch through the first syllable of his name. Which I love the idea of throwing a weird syllable. Shit. Yeah, and I think he basically it, it, it yoked down to the mortal plane and it manifested as like as like an oracle. I think it, I don't know if it's just, it's just an oracle or an oracle of Zinch, I don't know. But it manifests as an oracle. And um, <clears throat> for like a long ass time he was trying to get the other syllables to like, I'm assuming to resurrect the Lord of Change himself. So that happens for like thousands of years. And so then, the eighth syllable, which was actually locked in the Realm Gate, uh, in where, where, where they were, I think they were in Shimon. Yeah, I think sure they're, they're in Shimon, or Kamon. Um, so the eighth, the eighth syllable is getting ready to connect, and we're pretty sure that's going to res the, the Lord of Change. And Sigmar's like, can't have that shit, so he sends in... Which is really funny, because like one of Zinch's most powerful Lords of Change, Karius Fate Weaver, just got one-handed by some Lord Celestine. Yeah, but that was because he had the hammer. He can just send down Celestin Prime. For whatever reason, he sent a Stormhouse. That's just what happened. He sends a Stormhouse to fight it. And so there's so this thing called, this dude called the Watcher King, who was one of the nine Gaunt Summoners, who's like, this shit can't happen. And so he starts throwing demons at him. Doesn't work. The Stormcast, or Stormcast. And so um, Stormcast fight through all those demons and shit, and they finally get to the Oracle. Um... At this point, the Gaunt Summoner's like, fuck it, Slanesh, Nerd, Corn, anyone, this shit cannot fucking happen. Um, and that eighth syllable gets thrown down into, the, into that um, oracle. Um, they don't get there in time. And this is where I kind of think it's bad writing, because it gets a little confusing. But basically, what, what, what the Gaunt Summoner wanted to do the whole time, and I'm going to assume something about that oracle receiving the eighth syllable of the name somehow coalesced into him figuring out Archeon's true name. So Archeon shows up. He's like, this shit cannot fucking happen. Is that is Archeon not Archeon's true name? Because he's not a demon? I don't fucking know. He's not a demon, so... It said Archeon, I don't fucking know. But I know that Archeon showed up, and he was not pleased. And he basically he basically reigned the um, Gaunt Summoner back, back in line, because he the nine Gaunt Summoner served him. He got him back in line, but... Stormcasts were there, so like it's time to fight. Um, and so, and this was this was the first time that the Sons of Sigmar, so to speak, ever fought Archeon, and they got fucking clapped, <laughs> like you know, hard. Have you seen Archeon compared to us? Like, yeah, no, yeah, they, no, they got I they got they got fucked. 
Um, he was lopping off heads and shit. And so yeah, they all they all got yoked back to his ear. But the one good thing that did that did come out of that is, you know, the process of them getting aggressively clapped. It it kind of caused Dracotheon to help finish help create and finish the extremist chamber. Which is which is the chamber that all the storm hosts how does that connect? Going to assume that Dracotheon was just like, ah, yeah, that's a fucking problem. I- I'm going to assume that basically they were hoping that Stormcast would ba- at least serve some sort of challenge for Archeon, and they just kind of didn't. Yeah, basically what it is is like... <laughs> they just weren't shit damn. Yeah, like the Stormcast gets so aggressively beat in this one battle that Dracotheon shows up and is basically like... dragons? Yeah, no, and is basically like, okay, I've helped you out personally so far. Now my children will help you as well, and, so they, and that's this, what they up. The entirety the of this battle was to put dragons into stormcast. Yeah, okay. and that's exactly what the extremist chamber is. All the stormcasts from the extremist chamber, they're they they they're riding star drakes, they're riding dracoliths, all that shit. Yeah, that's the extremist. If chamber. it is if it is a child of Dracotheon, Dracotheon it's, it's in chamber. the extremist chamber. Which is funny because they were riding draconith. They're riding draco dracoths. Before Dracos. the extremist chamber, because Dracos are the ones that can't fly. I'm assuming only the flying children come to the extremist chamber. Most yeah, likely. I think I think Dracoths are more like nephews to Dracotheon. Yeah, like they're, they're similar, but they're not technically his children. They're horse dragons. That's what they yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, whereas the actual children of Dracotheon are the ones are the winged ones, the flyers. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So that caused um Dracotheon to help create and finish the Extremis Chamber, which gave Stormcast Dragons because they totally needed that in the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Wee! To be fair, they look dope as shit. They yeah. really fucking do. They look yeah. so good. <gasps> By the way, we never told people my new army for Age of Sigmar. Oh god. There's a reason why Mitchell talks so much about the about the War of Life, and no, it's not Nurgle. <laughs> Miss Thighs herself. Yes, Mitchell has decided to start a Sylvaneth army. I found a really good deal on Reddit. I was like, I can't pass it up because I like tree people. So you like thick thighs yourself? Don't even lie. I thought about the tree people a lot more than mystic thighs. Wow, that sounded awful. <laughs> yeah, I did. That sounded so bad. Like I was setting up for a joke, and then you said that, and I was like, I don't even say anything. Mitchell. Well, I set up for a joke when I'm the joke myself. Exactly. <laughs> Your thirsty ass needs a Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying is that he should paint every single, whenever he paints, he should paint every single different, not individual model, but unit, like a different wood. Like one unit is oak and one unit is cherry wood. So that wouldn't be super hard. But he was like, no, I don't want to do that. To be fair, that'd be kind of a painting. But it would look so fucking cool. You want to paint all my army? You, you, have you seen my closet? A we, pile we of shame? We both know that it's, I didn't. It's no longer inside of my closet. My my new models are actually over to the right of my desk. We both know that I am not good enough. But you are. You could touch the sun, Mitchell. You could touch the sun. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving or on. Or crash and burn, because Philip's a bitch. Moving on to the Wars of the Flame oh, World. I don't want to be here anymore. All right, then don't. Oh, God, this entire... Peace. Time. See you later. Can you give me some, too? Uh, yeah. Dope. All right, uh, so, Wars of the Flame Worlds. Basically, what's going on here is Help, the dwarves are getting butt-fucked. Tell me more. The dwarves are getting butt-fucked. Is that about it, though? I mean, that's the vast majority of what happens. Oh, damn. <laughs> but no, uh... 
so yeah, uh, a lot of this takes place around uh, asphyxia and in the realms surrounding that. So basically, going back to the Burning Peninsula, the, the Battle of the Burning Peninsula happens, and this battle just basically doesn't stop. And it just overflows into the surrounding regions. Uh, and it's it's basically just the Stormcast and the Gortide going at it for ever. Like, sure. while everything else we've covered is happening, this is also still happening. It's basically one one war that is so fucking super massive it breaks off into, like, seven different wars. Yeah. And hence the wars of the Flame Worlds. Uh, it starts off as just is, one... Yeah. Massive cluster, and this fuck. is and this war is so massive and so all encompassing that basically every major named follower of Corn is there. there. Yeah, um, even, even some fuck, of the more, even Torn the Redeemed Torglug when he got turned, even he shows up. Yeah, well, no, I was talking about Corn's followers. Oh, Corn's followers, gotcha. But yeah, basically every single one of Corn's followers is there. Fucking Valky at is some there. point. Corn's yeah, there. Fucking Scarbrand's there. Um, as always. So yeah. As always. Uh, so, kind of the start of this, though, is that Cole uh, tries to... A, a demon prince comes to Cole and is like, Hey, if you, do th- if you, like, attack at this specific moment, I will, like, also assist you, and we can kind of, like, uh, hammer an anvil these it was guys. That, yeah, that demon prince was paying, mm-hmm. paying his debt back, right? Yeah, he owed, he owed a favor to Cole. Air quotation, air quotations. Yeah. Um, so, of course, the demon prince completely stabs Cole in the back and doesn't actually show up. And Cole kind of gets his shit pushed in he a little bit. He almost fucking dies in Rick Reckley. Yeah. Uh, and so he falls back. And this allows the storm, the Stormcast to really start pushing out and taking the field. Uh, which leads into the Plague of Atrophy. So a, gr- a great unclean one of Nurgle uh, creates this plague and releases demon flies out onto the battlefield. So while this massive battle is going on, flies and rot and whatnot starting to set in. And so... Which is actually funny because it really affected everyone but the Stormcast because they're protected by runes. Yeah. The only thing the Stormcast really had to deal with is they were, crawl- well, no, 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 they were no, crawling they, into the eye holes yeah. and uh, the faceplate. But everyone else was getting a lot more affected and getting, like, sapped of their strength. Yeah. And the well, Stormcast like the, the were men, like, that's unfortunate. Slice. Yeah, the the, the actual men of the realm... Yeah, the, the Asphyxians or the fucking name was. Yeah, the, yeah, the Asphyxians uh, were being affected. But, yeah, the, the, the Ash... It, it, it was hitting demons yeah. and shit too, correctly. Yeah, no, oh no, it was hitting everyone. Yeah, and then finally, this ultimately. Uh, so what this play does is the flies bite you and it saps your strength. It literally saps your will to fight and your physical ability to fight. <gasps> it's and like it, it when I get out of bed every single morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake up. So remember, <laughs> remember how I made kind of an emphasis on the fact that a lot of Cole's followers are mortal. So they were especially vulnerable to Nurgle's plague, and Cole's forces just start getting absolutely destroyed by the Stormcast. Uh, and then Nurgle's, uh, a host of Nurgle shows up, and it's like, yeah, this is our battlefield now. And so right now we have Stormcast, humans, Nurgle, and Corn all on the same battlefield. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, and Nurgle is, like, Nurgle basically appears right in the middle of Corn's lines and just starts aggressively murdering Corn. And this is one of those situations where the Stormcast are basically standing on the sidelines going, should should we be doing something about this? And they're just like, mm, no. It's actually fight. really funny because Valkyrie, who I believe is a demon prince, she's like a, she's like a, a blood Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, so no. So that's the funny thing. is She's actually basically one of the most favored followers of Korn. Whenever she dies, 
Corn doesn't let her soul disperse, he immediately brings her back every time. So Valky is in the sky like, oh, great blood daddy, please make the flies go away. And all the stormcats are like, get that bitch down. And the leader's like, no, 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 no. Let this happen. Yeah. This is good for us. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to keep in mind that the stormcats are there to rescue the humans, and the humans are also being affected by this plague. They're so like, yeah, Valky, so like, Nurgle and Korn are fighting, and then Valky is sitting there going, oh, Korn, please, like, burn away the blood. And the, the stormcats are like, hey, wait a second, should we be doing something? And it's like, mm, I don't know, let's kind of see how this plays out. I feel like Malal's having fun, like, let's let this happen. Yeah, exactly. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> anyway, um... But no, so eventually uh, Korn's followers start getting like absolutely destroyed and Nurgle starts going, starts fighting against the Stormhost. And the Stormhost, since they've lost a lot of their human allies, are also getting kind of destroyed. And that's when fucking Big Ball Tornus the Redeemed himself takes to the field. And once again, this was Torglin the Despised, the one that I talked about who got reforged after the Cells and Prime fucking murdered him. Yeah. He's here as a Stormcast now. Yeah, so he's now a Stormcast, and he waddles out into the forces of Nurgle and is like, hey, hey, bitch, I'm pretty, come get me. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was there because the leader of that demon host of Nurgle, I think it was Kugath? He was, he was there because he'd been ordered to be there. Like, uh, basically, the, his storm host was the ones who were well, fighting. I remember that Kuga, I think I think it was Kuga, I remember wrong, but the, the great unclean one that turned him was leaving that board. Yes, no, he, he was, was like, that. that bitch, that fat bitch is mine. Yeah, no, so, like, the great unclean one takes one look at Tornus and is like, you are an absolute abomination, and you are coming for my asshole, and I take that personally. Like I and so he literally him. guides all of his forces, not, not some of them, not most of them, Every single demon of Nurgle on that field looks at Tornus and is like, you are going to die now. I, what I said was, if Great Unclean Ones were capable of having the super cartoony eight-year-old girl scream, that is what he did when he saw Tornus. He was like, that, that is not supposed to be allowed. Yeah. So uh, so they all turn on Tornus. And Tornus is sitting there basically 1v1ing God and is like, I ain't dying today, bitch. And the Stormcast are all able to take a break, and they're like, Shit, they're, oh, oh my god, yes, okay, god. so we were about to die, and oh, look at that, Tornus is kind of getting fucked, we should probably go help him. And so yeah, this break, this lull in the battle allows all of the, like, uh, reform and whatnot. the storm hosts to reform, because at this point, they lost two storm hosts. There were eight storm hosts at the beginning of this big fight. They were now down to six. And there was also no battle coherence. The battle was so large and so clusterfucky, there was no rank and file, there was no strategy or any coherency it was just dudes fighting dudes and that was it yeah basically and so uh the storm host the storm hosts are able to like regroup and uh figure out a strategy and they just basically charge straight and they're like tornus we're coming for you and that's what happens and they kind of crush nurgle because of their because they were able to just take a moment to like step back and then form a glorious charge and so I'm pretty sure what happens after this is you know, like 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 the plague shit's still going on, right? So they're so like these fucking like fire. I think Corn sends these like fucking no, no, no. fire. No, they're literally living firestorms native to the realm. Oh yeah, they show up. They're just like oh yeah, fire tornadoes. Why the fuck not? So I, I forget which stormcast it is. It was one of one of the I think Lord Selsons is like man. There's literally there's fire yeah. tornadoes. You you know which one it is? Is it Vandis? It's Vandis. Fucking Vandis. So Vandis is like we got. 
plague flies, we got corn, we got Nurgle, we got humans, we got fly, we got we got Valkia, we got fucking fire tornadoes. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I can't see or hear a goddamn thing. So now I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do. Hey, Dad, give me a meteor. So Dad gives him a meteor. Oh no, that was the Celestine Prime. Oh yeah. By the way, at one point the Celestine Prime shows up and is like doing kind of yeah. shit here. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna send a meteor down there. And so then the meteor comes down, and then Corn's like, actually, that's my meteor, and it's not a meteor anymore. It's Scarbrand. Dun da da da! Scarbrand's here now. Yep. Scarbrand crashes down, and now it's now. So now it's <clears throat> Stormcast versus Corn. Stormcast versus Nurgle. Humans versus Corn. Humans versus Nurgle. Nurgle versus Corn. Corn versus Nurgle. Scarbrand versus everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fire tornadoes and plague flies. That's what's going on right yeah. now. Um. And at one point they do. Uh. Vandis does actually figure out that the the firestorms recognize. The, the human the human fo- members of I mean, Akshi yeah, 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 as like their scenes. own and so they don't fuck with the humans and so Vandis is basically like all Stormcast get your asses in with find the humans find your favorite human give them a hug do not let go <laughs> yeah basically oh god um, so yeah so then Scarbrand uh, so Scarbrand enters the fray and his rage burns away the demon flies carrying the plague uh, so yeah they kind of solve that issue and then, uh, and then Van, I think it's Vandis. Uh, it might, might have been the Celestin Prime. But somebody comes, one of the Stormcasts comes up with a plan to activate the Hinge Gate, which is the big realm gate they're currently fighting around. And they activate the Hinge Gate and transport literally everyone to the, unre- to the top of the Unreachable Mountain. And they, so they just went from Akshi and Fire to Mountains and Snow. Yeah, which I believe is still technically an Akshi, but it yes. is. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Anyway, so they're transported to the top of a mountain. And this is when they create this, like, grand scheme to get Nurgle, or not Nurgle, to get Scarbrand to purify everyone of the plague. Yeah, because, like, the flies were dealt with more or less, but they scattered. So they're like, we got to deal with these flies because if they stay on the plane, they're going to spread more well, plague. No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't the flies they were now having to worry with. It's the, it's the plague that's already in the system of the humans. So they're like, shit, we gotta figure out some way to do this. So what ends up happening is they, uh, so the Stormcasts are standing at the top of the mountain and they're like, hey, Scarbrand, use a bitch, come get us. And so Scarbrand comes waddling up this mountain and then they blow Drop up the, the mountain top. <laughs> yeah, no, they blow up the mountain top and it kills a lot of the Stormcast Eternals. But what it does do is it drops Scarbrand back into the realm gate that they, that they had come through and he lands on it shattering the stone that controls the realm gate and the realm gate basically explodes um causing uh scarbrand to explode and then because of his unyielding rage the fact that he wasn't able to get a good fight in his rage then permeates the entirety of the ash planes or whatever it is that they're called i think it's the ash planes permeates the 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 entirety of their whole continent yeah basically the whole continent and his pure, unadulterated rage literally burns the plague from the veins of every mortal near uh, on the realm. The issue is that the ones nearby him also had their heads, heads explode from, you know, not being able to contain that much wrath. And the only reason why, um, like, the stormcasts that were buried underneath the snow from the mountain blowing up weren't affected is because they were buried by snow and somehow that saved them. 
Yeah. Well, well, I do know, like, when all the Stormcasts died, it said that the mountain shook almost as if, like, it was saddened by, like, their sacrifice or something yeah. like that. No, the heavens. The heavens. But the cool thing is, so so Scarbrand was sitting, like, about to die, so he lets out this huge-ass fucking bellow of rage, and it permeates the whole plane. And this causes... Or the all, Ashlands. That's and this causes a whole lot of problems for corn. This does nothing but good things for the humans. Because yeah. basically, all you have these cities and the ashes that are being like attacked by bloodletters and the forces and the human forces of corn and whatnot, and that were kind of getting crumped. Then all of a sudden, a bunch of corn's forces heads blew up because they had too much rage, and all of the scared little girls and boys who were running from the running from the mean forces of corn now are picking up broken bottles, wooden chairs, and shivs and going the fucking town on corn's forces because they were now filled with rage. Where the ones who were already filled with rage just kind of blew the fuck up. Yeah, you ever seen scanners when their head blows up in scanners? That's basically what happened. Just dead. Or um, or no, no, no. Better yet, that scene from uh, uh, Kingsman. Yes. <laughs> yep. Just le- what? Less what song le- they le- said le- that le- is 1812. Less fireworks, more blood and gore. Yes. Yes. Tchaikovsky's 1812. Yeah. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Just bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Anyway. I, All the, right. I think the only person that actually gets out of that a lot, everyone who was shut through the gate, the only person who was unaffected was Valkia, and that's because she can fly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and Valkia, to a certain extent, like. She's kind of maxed out on rage, but she can still kind of more or less control her rage. It's, it's well, I think she, I think she just fucking dipped. Like Actually, she, yeah, I think she was right. like, yeah, like this fight's over. Everyone's dead or buried, and are if yeah. you're the dead or you're buried and about to die, like fucking. And I'm on. and and now we get to the part of Scarbrand fucks over Corn's Day 2.0 with the Battle of the Towery Archipelago. Uh, <laughs> How, Car- how Scarbrand fucked over Corn uh, to the Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> exactly. So, the Stormcasters sent to this uh, archipelago to rescue the clans that had lived in the hills from the forces of corn. The issue is that by this point, they'd spent basically hundreds of years under constant threat of death from the Bray herds that were following corn. Uh, so, they were all like completely shattered, uh, emotionally speaking. Like, they went, so, they went from like a decently high society of humans to like. Troglodyte cave dwellers. Yeah, basically. Eating, like, farming, like, sem- semi-edible fungus. Yep. Living is living. Yeah, to a certain extent. You're not wrong. Anyway, so the Stormcast show up, and they're like, come reclaim your pride, reclaim your land, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, sure, we can totally do that. Not really and then, no. like, at some point along the way, like, one of them discovers a statue. Like, and they start worshipping the statue because it gives them power. And they're like, yeah, we're totally worshipping Sigmar. They were not, in fact, worshipping Sigmar. They were, in fact, worshipping Korn. So, yeah. <laughs> so, this force rise up called the... You know and they call themselves the Candlemen. real quick. To a certain extent, not only was it Scarbin, it's also how Korn fuck, fucked over Korn, too. The electric boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no, so... Hey, these guys, he cares not from where the blood flows. I, exactly. But, no, um... So... These candlemen, as they're called, come flooding out from the caves, and they're like, "We're gonna fucking murder, yeah!" And the stormcast are sitting there, like, "Okay, these guys look suspiciously like corn berserkers, but they're fighting corn. So, so you, what the fuck is going do, on?" You know how a little while ago when we said like, "Hey, should we do something?" About like, no, 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 but this happened. Part two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so literally, like, so like I see the corn symbol on the forehead. I'm just choosing to ignore it. Yeah, so no, li- literally, they're like, okay, look, like, these guys are obviously worshipping chaos, 
but they're actively fighting chaos. So I guess we just let it slide for the time being. And that's exactly what they do is they just let it slide. And so the Candlemen start aggressively murdering the Bray Herds until the Bray Herds send in the big boys. Um, there, of course. Yeah. They start sending in the big Minotaurs and things like that. And then the Candlemen just get demolished. And, and the Stormcasts so, are fighting too at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Stormcasts so are fighting. This I'm pretty sure that, that not only the Candlemen, but the the Minotaurs also fuck the Stormcasts pretty hard. The Stormcasts were doing okay, but when the Candlemen started to rout, they were like, "Oh shit, we're about to die." Yeah. Uh, and then Scarbrand is like, "Hey, how's it going, y'all? Would y'all like to be filled with unyielding amounts of rage?" Remember when we said and that, that is exactly what he Remember does. Remember when we said it permeated the Ashlands? This was part of the Ashlands. Oh no, this was a separate event. I'm pretty sure that the, the, nope. they're affected no. by the... Because Scarborough wasn't fighting there himself, was he? No. Uh, he was still... I think he was still being reformed at the time. But yeah, he literally looks down from the realm of corn is just like... <clears throat> yell. Re. <laughs> yeah, and just yells at them. And everybody in uh, on the battlefield is then filled with rage. And the Stormcasts are disciplined enough that they can just power through it. But the Candlemen go into an absolute frenzy and just start aggressively charging the bray herds and then the bray herds who were already filled with rage oh look at that their heads fucking exploding <laughs> and so like a large majority of the bray herds just fucking died <laughs> and yeah that's how they ended up winning that <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of dumb but i love it is that the entirety of that of that um, particular battle? Yes. Yeah, the battle for the uh, arch- archipelago. Are the, and then there's are, the battles. Are, are the, oh my god. Are the wars of the flame uh, lands done? Fuck no. Yeah. Oh god. Then there's Dude, the... the next one is a fight that's just as big as the first one we talked about. Yeah, and then there's the battles, plural, of Orb Infernia. Seriously, you want to cover that one? Oh god. I, yeah, I didn't I, read any of fuck, these, so I yeah, I'll have fun with that. Yeah, so... Basically, so, so the Battle of Orban Friday, it actually feeds into a bigger war, which I'm pretty sure is called the War of the, Tetra- the Tetrarchs, I think. No, you got it the other way around. The War of the Tetrarchs is part of the battles of the Orban Fernia. Um, I'm going to let you talk about the whole Corgus Cole yada yada backstabby shit. I'm just going to give a brief a brief go over because trying to go through this fucking shit give me an aneurysm. Basically, the Battle of the Orban Fernia is... A collection of four of four demon princes who are like the best and brightest of their uh, whatever that's, the fuck. That's really more. It... But they they were they 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 were basically these four these four demon princes that lead in their own demon it host is... were manipulated by that fucking slan from the War of Life. What's yeah. his name? So well, well, no. So what it was is that um, so the uh, pa- the forces of Pantica? chaos. Yeah. So the forces of chaos took the region called the Orb Infernia. Yeah. And then chaos each granted the the four gods of chaos each granted their own like favored demon prince control over the land. But they the said issue is only that, one got it. Yeah, they they didn't like tell the others that like they were each getting a portion of land. No, they told them that they singularly it were taking a portion of the land. It was specifically they keep fighting because chaos chaos gods are assholes. Yeah. Well, also these were these were four of the most like troublesome demon princes for the uh for each of their yeah for god. each for each of their patron gods to control what they did what ended up happening was that the slam like I said Zanpatika I think he was the one from the the War of Life 
uh, used that against them because he basically kept doing slant shenanigans, like assassinating people, uh, making uh, making promises, doing all kinds of setup shit specifically to keep these motherfuckers fighting for as long as humanly possible. Because the longer these four fighting each other, was the less time they spent fighting the Seraphon, who were a hop skip and a jump away, getting fucked by demons. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that's the entire setup for the uh, for orbit. But there's a whole like they got in a fucking alliance, then a bunch of backstabby shit happened. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, so a bunch we're, of stuff. We're getting into that. Fucking oh my god, we're it's getting so into dumb. that right now. So then, what follows is the war of the tetrarchs. So a tetrarch is when you get a greater demon or a demon prince from one of the one of each chaos god to work together. So you have the war of the tetrarchs. And so the four demon princes decide to come together uh, and work together to claim this major realm gate called the God's Eye. The issue was, is that the space lizards had control of the God's Eye And they the were not having a good time. Oh yeah, no. So the slant, uh, so the, these four start assaulting the realm gate, and the slant basically managed to do slant Wait, things. Which slant? The, the same Patika, the one from the War of yeah, Life. Zon, the same gonna, slant, yeah. Are, are we going to get a, like, because he seems to be a pretty far, powerful slant. You think we're gonna actually going to get a model of him? Well, yeah, actually, no. Actually, uh, real, real quick, someone spell his name for me. X-E-N apostrophe P-H-A-N-T-I-C-A. P-H-A what? A-N-T-I-C-A. C-A? We all wait with bated breath. Nope. No. No model. Yeah. No model. Yeah. No, 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 I, I knew there wasn't a model. I was going to ask, are we ever going to get a model? Considering this is from Realmgate, unless we see him again in newer, in like Soul Wars or uh, I hope so. Uh, Dominion. I, think, I, I fucking hope so because, um, yeah, the Seraphon, they have one named character. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking. That one named character that isn't Forge World. And the Forge World ones, in my opinion, aren't that good. Yeah. But yeah, it's croak. It's croak. Now, not talking shit. Croak's fantastic, as Mitchell found last night. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> um, he he he's great. But like, how many name characters did the storm does the stormcast have? I don't want to talk about that. How many name characters does like chaos have? I don't want to talk about that. How many name characters are like? Sylvan Sil- had um one two three three. How many name characters do like the realm lords have? Uh, well, they have two, fucking Teclas. Three, four. They have they have Teclas, and that's rarely that's it. about it. Yeah, no, no, no. They have that name, the Spirit of the Mountain. Um, I don't know if that's named or is just the no, Spirit it, of the Mountain. No, 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 because no, they have the Spirit of the Mountain, and then his alternate build in his box is a named character. Oh, it, it's like uh, sorry, I'm currently trying to get a cat to not eat my house plant. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I just raped your ear. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that that's how that works. It's it's just like uh, Shalaxi from okay. my uh, my. Got it. Understood. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like they, I'm not saying that they're the only faction that needs to get some random characters, but they're definitely one of them. Yeah. All right, and then moving on. All right, so yeah, basically the war of the Tetrarchs ends whenever. Uh, they fail in taking the realm gate, and the slan manages to break, force them or trick them into breaking their. Yeah, alliance. the slan just 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 played mind games, and then Cole shows up. Yeah. So remember that demon prince of corn that betrayed Cole earlier that we were talking about? It was the dude, yeah. wasn't it? He was. Uh, he was actually here. He was one a member of the Tetrarch, and his name skin is Skinskine or something. Yeah, Skinskine. 
uh, and Cole fucking murders him. <laughs> now, Cole, not a demon prince. Skin skin, a demon prince. Cole, dummy Cole, thick. Cole's scary. Don't yeah, you Cole, think of him as I a model? I actually, I actually have Cole as a model, and he actually has an... I, I forget how the ability is worded, but basically he can boop you with his axe. He can be like, oh, is that an Archeon with 28 wounds there? Insta-dead. Yeah. Uh, uh... Corvus Cole is like a, a lord of corn. Um, That's exactly so what he is, yeah. Yeah, so he's not technically a demon prince, but I think he's technically more powerful than a demon prince. Uh, it, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, point is, he fucking murders that bitch. Oh, yeah, hardcore. And then Cole actually, proceeds... I'm actually pulling him up because he doesn't have a model. I'm checking him out. Yeah, and then Cole proceeds to just start aggressively murdering the Seraphon because the Seraphon... All of their magic and whatnot targets demons, and all of their wards and spells and shields kept demons out. But like I emphasized earlier, Cole's followers are mostly mortal. And he is mortal. So, he, he has the keyword. He's just mortal. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he is now, just he, mortal. He is a mighty lord of Now, I'm going to ask, why didn't that man, that name Slan Man just send them off to space like he did with Scarbrand earlier? Because Cole, uh, Cole has, like, a small fraction of Archeon's plot armor. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. But no, real, real quick, the ability I was talking about, it's called Reality Splitting Axe. At the end of any phase, if any wounds inflicted by this model's axe of corn in that phase were allocated to an enemy model and not negated, and that enemy model has not been slain, roll a dice! On a 5-up, the model is slain. Yeah. So you just have a 5-up ability. You have a 5-up ability to kill literally anything you wound if you don't if you don't outright kill it naturally. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Oh, because he has a mount. He has a... He has a um, Hound of Corn with him, uh, one of the flesh hounds. He can deny a spell. Ah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then he ends up rebinding the Tetrarch to him. So the other three demon princes are basically like, yeah, Cole's kind of aggressively stomping the lizards. We're gonna follow him now. <laughs> and so he reforges the Tetrarch and binds them to his will. Which then leads us into... He, 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 take, he takes that portal, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does seize the god's eye. Uh, did, did, the, the, did the lizards just yeet? Uh, they tried their best. They ended up throwing like a, uh, a a general on the back of a saurus at him, and he just kind of one-dapped the, the saurus. Uh, I think he actually ends up killing this land, which is probably why we'll never see a model of him. What?! Yeah. What? I gotta read this now. Unac unacceptable. Yeah, no, because his, his axe technically doesn't exist in reality. And so he, like, yeets the axe and the slant is like, magic shields! And then his magic shields do fuck all to stop that axe. If my slant man's dead, I'm gonna be kind of offended. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Corvus Cole just kind of... Beat the shit out the of fact that Vandis can, The fact that Vandis 1v1s this man on multiple occasions and doesn't get fucking annihilated kind of really says something. Goes for show. Well, I mean, to be fair, every time Vandis kind of has to get his ass bailed out. <laughs> like, Sigmar kind of has Lightning to step in every time Lightning and save people. his ass. But he doesn't just die. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he takes that axe to the chest and goes, bleh. Oh, well, fucking rip. Yeah, I don't know. Mitchell, you got it pulled up right there on your computer. Go look at it. Oh. What? Which battle was this one again? Down. No, no, no. I'm going back up to the table of contents. Oh, my God. 
This is going to be the uh, Cole's Conquest under the War of the Tetrarchs under... Or, sorry, not under War of the Tetrarchs. Cole's Conquest under Battles of Orbinfernia. It'll be at the end. Um, Weapon towards passing through the stellar wards and slew him, yep. Yep, he's dead. (gasps) Ah! My slain man! (laughs) My battle toad. (laughs) Yep. And it's funny because he was one of the more powerful slam that still existed. Anyway, moving on to the Siege of Crescent Isle. This one's all you, Sears. I'm in the throes of grief. I'm going to need a second. All right, you've had a second. <laughs> wow, what a bitch. <laughs> uh, you can't miss what you've never had. And let's be honest. Okay, motherfucker, you get to do this last point. You can suck my salty balls. How about that one? Uh, I mean, you'll have to wait till tomorrow. I'm getting pretty pretty t- tired, and these hiccups are killing me. Um, oh god, the siege of Crescent Isles. It was basically um, Archeon wanting Ignax, the um, the uh, the god beast that Grimnir had chained up in uh, Shimon to give the to give the land permanent uh, to, uh, eternal sun. Um, it's a really bad meme. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Um, so, um, Archeon walked in on, uh, the dwarves. Oh, God. Uh, and the Gortide followed. Um, and they basically, they, they, they were fighting the dwarves in the Stormcast. So... They're going for Ignax, and he's chained up at, like, the ceiling of the, the planes. He's fucking yeah. way up there. Um, but they they actually end up getting up there because they, like, knock one of the chains down. And mm-hmm. they the chains are so large, they just ride the chains up. So, uh, so, back during one of the times Scarbrand had been screaming about how angry he is. Yeah, uh, Ignax, he fueled, it, it affected Ignax. Yeah, it affected Ignax, and Ignax kind of went insane for a little bit. And managed to start like breaking the chains. It also took it also took Ignex out, which is important. Yes. No. He did eventually like kind of collapse and ex- in, in exhaustion. So the Stormcast joined the, dwar- the the dwarves to fight off Archeon and his vanguard or Varengard, and they were doing a decent job for a little bit. I mean, Archeon was still doing Archeon things, but as far as the Varengard is concerned, they, they they were fighting that off decently well. But um, this was kind of all to Archeon's plan because then then the Gortide came in. On the on the dwarves unannounced and routed the dwarves hard, and the stormcasts were doing. The dwarves never seem to be doing good. Ao, the dwarves get fucked hard in Ao in AOC in Age of Chaos. Like the dwarves aren't doing good until whoa, whoa, whoa. until Carlin overlords. Dirt dwarves. Uh, so the the the, <laughs> the Dowie. Um, they really don't do too good until the Carlin overlords take to the sky and tell Zeems to go fuck himself. Well, that's during the Age of Chaos. Yeah, but it's close to the end, if I remember correctly. But, like, basically, besides that, the dwarves just don't have a good time. By Grimnir's left nut. are we cursed? So, the Stormcasts are doing what they can, but, nah, it's Archeon, like... Yeah, it's yeah. They end up sending in like three Lord Celestins. Hey, you want you want to come and sit back down in this chair? No, this is actually helping my hiccups. I'm sorry. Oh, they yeah. They send in like three Lord Celestins, and it just means fuck all. <laughs> yeah, on Star Drakes. Um. So eventually, Archeon gets to 
Ignax. The dwarves are like, this is fucking unacceptable. And the dwarves already kind of knew what he was going to do. So they they hop on, I forget what the beasts are called, but they're basically beasts that can hop on Ignax and not get disintegrated by his autistically large amount of heat and flames. Yeah, it's, it's like Magaroths. Yeah. So they're crawling up Ignax, and basically all of them die, except for one. And he's able to strike a basically a, 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 a super old rune of control onto the Ignax. The father rune of binding. Yes. Um, to basically, um, um, fuck, where was I? Oh, yeah, sorry, brain, temporary brain fart. Um, <clears throat> so all of the dwarves, I think there are, there are three or four of them, crawl up Ignax, and they all just disintegrate. They get turned into nothing, except for one, and he's, a, and he's able to pound the rune, and like Phil said, it was the, uh, the father rune of command, because they knew Archeon was... Binding, yeah, sorry. They knew that Archeon was probably trying to gain control of Ignax, which is exactly what he was doing. So they pound the, he, the last dwarf pounds the, I forget his name, but he pounds the rune into Ignax, and then he also disintegrates. Um, and so then um, Archeon flies Drogu up there, and he fucking hops on Ignax's skull. And just so y'all know, Ignax is so large, he basically coils around the sun. Like, his head is the size of an island. Like, he, this drake is Fucking massive. Um, as Archeon hops onto him and stabs the Slayer King into his skull and lets the demon inside of his sword corrupt Ignax and brings him almost to the point of insanity, but not fully. But Archeon now has control, and Archeon's like, ha-ha, her her fuck the Stormcast, fuck the door, and he fucks off uh, with Ignax in tow. Um, and this comes into play in a, a later battle that happens later, I forget... The premise of what... Oh, that's what it is. So Archeon takes Ignax and lets Ignax rest. They go somewhere Akshi to rest because Ignax is fucking exhausted because the whole Scarbrand anger thing and being corrupted, he just needs... The dragon needs to rest. And so they're sitting there resting and then they get attacked uh, later on by a force of Stormcast and Dwarves. So they attack Archeon and Ignax. And so Ignax gets roused. Archeon's like, ha-ha, fuck these guys. Send in the dragon. And then there's a, there's a, there's a dwarf there, a master, like, like a master rune. He's like, ha-ha, fuck you, activates the rune. It completely clears Ignax's mind of corruption and completely takes control of the dragon. And so now the dwarf is like, eat the Chaos Warriors. And that's basically what the dragon does. It hardcore fucks Archeon and his troops. But... The power it takes to control this dragon is so severe and so taxing that th this this master rune lord was in like he was like in he was like peak performance dwarf he was in his prime and like in like five ten fifteen twenty minutes however long it takes he basically rapidly ages into a shell of a dwarf like old hobbled by age thin frail I think he actually dies um but in the short amount of time that he actually managed to control the drake he fucked chaos hard which was the plan all along. Um, so then Ignax is sitting there completely free of all control for the first time since the Age of Myth because Grimnir bound the Drake in the Age of Myth. So Ignax is like, holy shit, I'm free now. And after being fucked, chained up by the dwarfs, corrupted by chaos, and then re-controlled by the dwarfs, what Ignax does? Just kind of tells everyone to eat a massive dick and leaves. And Do Ignax is a god beast, right? Yes, Ignax is a god beast. Yes, whole full-on elemental deity of chaos uh, of, uh, of fire basically um but yeah no ignax fucks off he doesn't hurt or kill anyone once he regains control he's just like you know what i've had I i'm done with all of those machinations of mortals and gods alike fuck this i'm out and just goes like and hides like in a volcano or like behind an island or something like that 
just straight hard fucks off. Good for him. He and, deserves a vacation. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, I'm pretty sure it ended up being a victory for the Stormcast. Even the Arkan was there because they had to retreat because... Ignax. Ignax fucked. Yeah, like, you, they, you, when you basically have just... It's a dragon. It's, it's like Jormungandr. It's just this dragon that is, like, autistically long and is so hot that it can basically disintegrate you from miles away. Yeah. So, yeah, there wasn't much they could do there. Um, and that's pretty much the last... Like super important battle of the Realm Gate Wars up until the final battle, which is the, um, fight, which is the, the the fight of the eight points. I don't think that's actually which happened. hasn't happened yet. The, yeah, no. Because like while the Realm Gate Wars are technically done, like the wars are over, the final battle has not yet taken place. I believe, which is the final assault of the Grand Order of of, of the Grand Alliance of Order tries to take back the eight points and turn it back into the all points because you all remember from one of our last videos the all points which is what the eight which is what the eight points were before Archeon turned into eight points was basically a nexus of travel between all the realms and that's what made it so easy for chaos to kerfuckle everyone in the age of chaos was because they basically had the subway train to every single mortal realm at their beck and call yeah we're gonna have to probably revisit this at a later date when they actually get to that yep but that is the entirety of like the Realm Gate Wars. So and, when you think about it, like what all was accomplished during the Realm Gate Wars is um destroyed a lot of Realm Gates that led to the Realm Chaos. Realm Chaos. They got Galmaraz back. Um, they got the uh, they got the Prime awake. They got um, Alario. They got Alario back. They have Nagash back. He's not part of the order, but he's back and he kills Chaos just as much as he kills Stormpost. So like it's a neutral win. Yeah. Um and they unfucked the dwarves. Yep. Um, and so the dwarves have become more prevalent, so they can start um, organizing a whole lot better. They stopped the Gortide, which was a big fucking deal because the Gortide. Yeah, those two realms. Uh, yeah, they kind of st they did stop the Gortide to a certain extent, but you have to keep in mind that Cor the uh, Cole is now in charge of that Tetrarch, and that's so he now has demons, and that's fine. Because compared compared to what his power was, it is not a the the, the Gortite is not as strong as it was. It just wasn't yeah. like they 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 yeah. lost a lot of ground. They lost a lot of members. They've <laughs> suffered many. Defenses, Thank you, Starbrand. Right. Um, all in all, like it was a very costly war, but basically, the mortals mortals were able to take back the realms. What it was, yeah. it was gonna be it was gonna be total victory for chaos, and then it wasn't because Stormcast were like time to rally. And that's basically what happened. So it was it was shitty, but it was necessary. I spend one command point to rally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the last time we actually did like research. So it's Freya that makes the mess because she doesn't eat over the goddamn cat bowl. Uh, what a bitch! Oh, your cat sucks. Looks <laughs> um, at the countless times your cat has eaten your own bread, but moving yeah, on. Yeah, no, <laughs> bread for some stupid reason. And my bread. Three loves to be exact. And my bread. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't Moving on. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, um, so that's the entirety of the Rome Gate Wars. And it was almost it was one hour and fifty four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the longer ones. Um but yeah, well, like, actually it's one of the shorter ones. Um, we haven't gotten almost two hours in a while. Uh, fair point. Yeah. A lot of ours are hour hour and a half, hour forty five. Yeah. Our longest one was the was the ages, and that was like an hour and forty fucking minutes no it was like two and a half sorry hours. two hours two, 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 hour, hour, hour. two hours and 40 minutes yeah my bad um but you know like i said at the beginning 
the Romagate Wars, if not the most, is most definitely one of the most important things to happen in Age of Sigmar lore, just in general, because everything that's happening right now was facilitated by the Rome. And Gate the Wars. things that happen in the Romgate Wars, such as like Alario's rebirth, um, it's affecting um, events till now. Because like that's why like, Kragnos is back. Yeah, that's why Kragnos is back. Um, that's the reason why the Cruel Boys are coming back up because they realize that Kragnos is back. I think the reason why Croak's back is because well, he's more active because he realized Kragnos is back, and that's a problem. Yeah, it's why the Drakenith are becoming more active again. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was very much a catalyst for greater things to happen. Yeah. But, um, I think, are we still in Soul Wars right now? No. No? No, we're no. in Dominion. We are in Dominion. Thought we were in Dominion, gotcha. We're, we're, yeah. we're in the Realm of Beasts. Yeah. Or, um, Age of Beasts. Age of Destruction. Era, era of Beasts? Oh, I say Era of Beasts because right now we're still in the Age of Sigmar, so it's the Era of Beasts. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, so like, uh, first edition was Realm Gate, second edition was Soul Wars, third edition is going to be Dominion. Uh, which I need to read that book. Yeah, which, yeah, it's basically the beasts are starting to play their games. The beasts, isn't like the beasts of Gru? Yes. Yeah. Like, so, oh, this, so the cruel boys, oh, the so we might, so we might see, like... Sons of Behemoth. So yeah. the orcs, yeah, the orcs, the Sons of Behemoth, the Dragon Ogre Shagaths. That, um, as an army or as a unit? No, they are a unit. They're just chaos. Are Dragon Ogre Shagaths still? Yeah. Are they still yeah. a unit you can use? Yeah. Yes. Dragon Dragon Ogres are still a very potent arm of chaos. What about what do we do? We, do we have Dragon Ogres or do we have Shagaths as well? Shagaths as well. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're so the, but they're still chaos aligned. Yeah. Damn it! I know. I wish they weren't. I wish they were just like destruction. Yeah. The issue is that in order to gain their powers, they made a pact with chaos. That's, that's how they have. That's how they have the like the lightning shit. Yeah, that's their new lore. Is that they made a pact with chaos and technically well, that's how, they that's how it was in the it, that's yeah. how it was in the world. It was, I believe. Okay. Yeah. They, they made some sort of yeah. So the chaos. pact carried over from the old world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah. Um. That's probably going to be the official end of the episode. Um. Can make some quick announcements. Um. Again, don't be afraid to reach out to us on Facebook. Cat, are you messing with things? Nope, you're sitting down. Don't worry. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, we're pretty responsive. Um, we're also going to start getting to the point. We're going to be asking you all questions of like what you want the next episode to be. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be solidifying. We are going to be solidifying our social media presence because we really, we very much like we we have a couple more things we want to talk about that we that we've had in our like episode plan since before we even started. But once we get done with those things, we very much want to be like, hey, here's this poll of things we're thinking about doing. What do y'all want us to do most? And we we have like five. I think we have officially we've gone over five hundred downloads and whatnot. So you motherfuckers are clearly watching us. So um, it is definitely soon going to be in y'all's court because we, 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 we want to give you the content that y'all want to listen to. So, you know, very much like don't be afraid to reach out to us and things like that because we, we want y'all's opinion and we want to know what y'all want to listen to so we can provide that for y'all. Yeah, um, I think the next one we're, go, we're probably supposed to go over was the Necroquake and Soul Wars. Because that was the second edition, and then we're probably going to just hit God Beast as a one thing that we kind of just want to cover that's not more of an order type of thing. Yeah. Um, are we going to want to go over factions, or... 
I would like to at some yeah. point. I think factions may have been like just a good like let's sprinkle him in because like I don't want to sit there and do the next let's say year of just factions. Because it's a lot to talk about. And there's a lot of lore within each faction. Yeah. That is a lot of shit. Um, if we wanted to do it as, like, the last of our, like, planned episode, it would need to be vague. Like, maybe a two-parter and we get through, we each get, like, five factions a piece in two episodes or something like that. It would, it would, need, yeah. to be, it would, need, to get, it would need to be a vague thing. We will talk about there's it. There's so much. Like, yeah, no, it would take for fucking ever. Yeah, we, we will definitely just talk about it off podcast and come up with the best solution. Yeah, but yeah. Soul, Soul Wars and Necroquake should be next. And that is when the gash tried to kill everyone. Exactly. Oh, and this gave and fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the ne- I think the Necroquakes are why we have endless spells, right? Yes. So does that mean the endless spells weren't in first? So endless spells weren't in first edition. They I don't weren't think... in. Yeah, no, they weren't in first edition. And they they got introduced in second. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these rules are always going to be very thematic since it's the era of beasts. Um, that's why monsters do more like, why, have like special actions. You have monsters actions and shit in third edition. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love that's a why lot. Why thunder lizards are so, are so good, and that's why like you can. Um, what other factions really? Leave? Oh, fucking sons of behemoth, and why they're so good right now. Mm-hmm. They were pretty good beforehand, even so. But yeah, no, there's um, very thematic, very 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 enjoyable. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that is about it for us yeah. today. Um, yep. Thank y'all for stopping by and listening, and we will see all of y'all in two weeks. Yep, boy. See you in two weeks. Bye.